Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Today's Sunday session is brought to you thanks to the fine folks at More Beer. Visit them right now at morebeer.com. I poured it in my mouth and it just wasn't going down. My first beer was an IPA, the best IPA I've ever drank, mostly because I brewed it. If you have a scale that is good for measuring cocaine, you're probably good for measuring hops on cocaine. You're scaring me. <laughs> I think the information is awesome and the audio sucks. It's some sugary water, throw in some yeast in there. And you're going to drink good beer. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. It's fine. From the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. Welcome. Welcome one and all to the session. I'm JP. I'm hosting today because Justin is either on his way or has already landed in Germany, which is weird. Justin's on a vacation. <laughs> Again. Yeah. Again. This part of his vacation. Uh, yeah, for sure. No, well, no. It's, technically, uh, it, was he ever off vacation? Well, no. It's just... From one place to the next. From one place to the next. So, hey, man, but that's cool. The beer train rolls along, and we have a really awesome show for you today. We have Steve Doty from Shady Oak Barrel House in Santa Rosa. Right, Steve? Yep. All right. Uh, he's sitting on the first segment, too. I kind of like that sometimes when guests sit in on the first segment. It's fun. I want to you be kinda, part of it. You know? Yeah. Well, it's you are. All it fun. Gives you someone to talk to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, man, especially you. Like, you weren't here. And Warren wasn't here, and nobody cut, nobody got Nate in to cover. So it was Tasty Night last week, which is fine. We rocked wow. it. But no, uh, yeah, no, you didn't. We did <laughs> Tasty. I think we did great. We did fine. I think we did. Fine. I think we did. I'll go fine. I think it was a good if show. If they don't like it, they can fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a great show. But well, the more people, I did in, get a complaint or two. Somebody said you I did? was too chatty. What the fuck? But, too yeah. chatty. How can I be that? Fuck that person. Yes. Well, that person can talk to me. Say more than one word every 15 minutes. That's too chatty. <laughs> yeah. yeah That's right. I thought it was great, personally. And uh, I thought we got field work, of course, a great field work out of Berkeley. Uh, but I, the more people in the studio, the better. So I'm glad, Steve, that you decided to sit in. Feel free to 
chime in whenever yeah. you want. We'll do. If you're, uh, you know, if you're that type of person. Guess we'll hear from the feedback this week. <laughs> yeah, we're getting some feedback. Doc is here. Speaking of feedback, yeah. uh, fresh off a of Burning Man. Yeah. You do seem a little spent, yeah, <laughs> a little definitely. low energy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Low serotonin, maybe. <laughs> right. There's none left. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> that gland is dry. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, that tap is just. <laughs> <laughs> it's spitting foam. Your, sp- oh, your brain yeah. is spitting foam right yeah. now. All right. That's cool. Well, you made it. Yeah. You didn't uh, get too sunburned. Yeah. That's yeah. good. I was on the sun quite a bit. Yeah. Too, but. Did you have a good time? Yeah. 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 It has good points. There's bad points. Really? Yeah. Took Parker out there. Oh, that's right. Uh, How was his first burn? Uh, he, he had a pretty good time. I yeah. brought him in on Wednesday. Yeah. Little, yeah. Sunday-ish. Get him the whole experience? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you I, think? He he had a good time. He he was like, it, it was, he had been waiting for a long time and I just said, hey, this is all, is it all what you thought it would be? And he goes, and more. <laughs> So what is his feelings now about older women? That's what, that, that change is he? Oh uh, yeah, they, they yeah. He's cool with that. He, he kind of likes all of them. But, oh, I see. Um, uh, <laughs> he was the first night on the art car. We're, we're driving around. And he's up standing on the on the back rail. Yeah, on, there's, you can hold on to the two poles in the back, and you can get a good commanding view. Okay. And then turn around, and there's he's got two little Brazilian chicks under one under each arm, and they're taking pictures with him and shit. Uh huh. <laughs> That rock star lifestyle, man. Yeah, cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Speaking of rock stars, I want to thank More Beer, the people who bring you this session and every session. Uh, get all uh, everything you need to make great beer at home by going to morebeer.com. Um, that is the wrong note. Support people who support us. We wouldn't be here without our sponsors. Uh, again, like the aforementioned More Beer or anybody you're going to hear tonight. So please order some stuff from them. Uh, write them an email. Call them. Track them down. Google search them. Find their home addresses and talk to them during family dinner. And thank them very, very much for sponsoring the Brewing Network. It, it goes a long way. You can sponsor us uh, going to our homepage, getting our Amazon link, and doing some shopping over there. Buy, you can buy presents for Tasty. Um, you know, buy presents for me if you want, whatever. But do it through the Amazon link. Send it here to the uh, to the studio, and uh, we'll enjoy it. You can also go to the store and buy some uh, some merchandise there. Um, our friends up at Wild Beer Company out in Norway are holding their third annual beer fest called the What's Brewing Fest from October 20th through the 23rd. And Justin will be up there, possibly tasty. We don't know yet for sure. <laughs> I'll be there. We don't know. You you will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make it happen. Okay. All I right. Got, you know, I have a few conditions. <laughs> what, what's your writer like? What's your writer look like? <laughs> what is it? I'm gonna stop at Copenhagen. That's all. Okay. No, nothing special. But that's on you, right? That's not. That's yeah, not. Yeah. If there's them. any extra, sure, I'll yeah. be into that. But, okay. You know, all right. Copenhagen is one way to get there. You just fly. You can fly directly from. Uh, oh, I see. San Francisco to Copenhagen. Then it's an hour and a half to. Uh, Skurvog, I think that's Stavanger or something. Yeah, I think that's my my IKEA desk. So that don't quote me on what that's yeah. called. Uh, would you rent a car, or no, no, are no, you requiring a town car? No, the people people would pick me up. In, uh, okay, Copenhagen. you got you got people in Copenhagen people. that people. would drive you up to Skurvog. No, 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 to uh, Malmo where I'm going to hang out. Okay, yeah. okay, so sweet. So uh, anyway, if you're up in Norway around the 20th through the 23rd, uh, check them out, man. Uh, what's a brewing? I believe it's what's brewing dot no. 
Uh, but anyway, the Wild Beer Company up there, good friends of ours. Uh, we have feedback today, Doc, and I'm glad you're here for it. Yeah, I like that. It's brought to you by Beer Law Center. If you are trying to enter the beer biz and you need someone on your side, beerlawcenter.com. Cool. Yeah, John's a cool dude. He'll protect your patent and uh, or your trademark and, uh, you know, like that. Hi, Warren. <clears throat> Warren's <laughs> not here in two seconds, and he's already breaking shit. You don't even have headphones. That's how much we expected you to show up. Unfortunately, I can still hear you, though. Oh, it sucks. I know. Yeah, what a bummer. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. I'm here. Finally. Yeah, you are. We yeah. were talking about Parker's first burn. It was your first burn, too. <laughs> yes. And you survived. I did, I think. And you you look like you got some sun. This is real life? Really? Yeah. This is me tan. Yeah. It's, that's, it's that's, not burnt. It's just <laughs> not burnt. I'm pink. Yeah. I got sous vide out there on the playa. <laughs> did you have a good time? Yeah, it was great. Yeah? Yeah. Everything you expected? More, or more, yeah, well, yeah. He, he, I didn't know what to expect. He won best beard con- at the contest. <laughs> Is it yeah. a contest, really? Oh there, yeah. There <laughs> was actually the guy who got second. Yeah, it was a real close competition. You were he, nervous. Oh yeah, I, I was like, it came down to an applause off. Okay, and I was worried. I'm like, I'm going to get embarrassed up here. And <laughs> well, <laughs> that note too. He said he walked in. To the contest and some lesser beards just walked out in shame. Oh, yeah, I would have done that too, man. There were they, people leaving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a good time. And it was kind of funny because the beard competition was literally right next door to our camp. Oh, really? So the entire week, there were guys in that camp coming over and be like, hey, you should come over to our beard competition on Friday. <laughs> and so, you felt like the hot chick. I w- yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, we were in the neighborhood. That's so true. I was the hot chick. There you go, man. Yeah. yeah. That's good. We were right across from the, the glam cocks. Yeah? Yeah. I want to know. Oh, you do. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure I'll hear all about it. Yeah. I'm sure hear all about it. Um, Just, you know, from, from, from what I did while you guys were gone, uh, totally went backstage at the Journey show, and that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, the Doobie Brothers that. opened, um, and that was it. So uh, did you say hi to Paella? I didn't say hi to Paya, but I did meet Ross, the bass player, for like... I met him. I almost knocked him over uh, walking around <laughs> backstage. Um, but that dude, I'm going to use his, his given name, Arnell. Okay. That dude kicks some ass, man. He jumps around and, uh, you know, he's... Uh, he's uh, I was saying on the last show, it's more like he is a fan of the band rather than I'm the front man of the band. Okay. It's a weird dynamic, and I huh. kind of like that. Like, he, he doesn't project that he's part of the band. Right. But it's like encouraging everybody to, to give all the attention to the band as they're playing. It's very <laughs> weird. Like, hey, have you seen these guys behind me? Essentially, it's kind of like that where oh, he's like, like just looking at them and like pointing at them and like yeah. cheering them on. And it was kind of it's kind of cool. It was That's actually funny. really cool. Yeah, it was a good time. Cool. Yeah, there were yeah. the people out there in Wheatland, though, they have no idea what's going on. Everyone's like a burnout. I don't even know where that is. <clears throat> it's up sort of by Sacramento. It's like two oh, okay. hours away. And it's just everybody we stopped and talked to had no idea what we were, we were supposed to do. We were supposed to find Gate C and get some parking passes, and then our friend Steve will meet us there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, we stopped at this one lady. She's like, what? Oh, we're supposed to get parking passes Gate C. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I have the the radio. What? And she's like eating peanuts, like just shoveling peanuts in her <laughs> mouth as she's leaning into the car to talk to us. And I'm like, yeah. gate C, we're supposed to get parking passes. Sure, go in. 
<laughs> oh, all, all, all right, so we, we we drive up to the gate, and you know, it's in the middle of nowhere, and this kid, he's like 16, just looks high as fuck, just totally stoned out of his gourd. Good hey, man, him. we're supposed to pick up parking passes here. Oh, for what? For the show <laughs> that you're working at, yeah. you know, that you're working security at. Let's keep, let's keep in mind. Oh, well, go ahead and drive through. And I look oh. forward, and there's maybe 20 feet of room to drive mm. until you're, like, oh, through the gate mowing people down yeah. Yeah, the crowd, right? You're, the, you're driving into the concert. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> like, <laughs> are you like, oh, cool, dude. This is really great. Yeah. I appreciate it. And then uh, I went forward, and some guy came out, and I told him the story, and he looks at the, the, the kid working security. He goes, did you let him in here? And he's like, they said something about passes. The guy's like, all right, dude, we'll get you. Whatever. Oh, man. You missed, oh. you missed a lot. I'm wow. Sure. How did Candy like it? Because Candy uh, went too. She did like it. She had a really good time. Yeah. Yeah. She she cut loose. Yeah. 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 I can imagine. Yeah. People were coming up she's like, or people coming up and saying to her, "You were born to burn." <laughs> born to burn. <laughs> yeah. I hate so, that saying. I never heard it before. Neither but apparently did I. She 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 was is it. that. Yeah, yeah. That's her. Oh so, God. Yeah. Oh. Tell me she's going to get a neck tattoo, like across the oh, top of man. her cleavage. Born to burn. <laughs> Born to burn. Oh, man. Well, I hope not. And then Beardy had at least three costume changes every day. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. nah. The little diva comes out of the shell. That's a bit of an exaggeration. Doc is the one who had a new shirt every hour with a different clever saying on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Doc's thing, for yeah. sure. Bev's not here. We have a fo- Let's just answer the phone. I don't oh, uh, have to do this anymore. I had a little report I wanted to give. Okay. Okay. On the, uh, <laughs> uh, let's let's check the phone call real quick. Uh, oh, caller, ahead. who's this? This is the Brewing Network. You're live. See, that's awesome. why we have... Oh, see, now I thought it was just because I didn't have headphones on. Uh, no. Nobody heard me. No. He, he, he pushed the wrong button. Headphones, yeah. Uh, what's your report, T.C.? I went to the uh, California Craft Beer Summit. Yes, we want to talk about that. How was by that? the uh, California Craft Beer Association. Yeah. It was a great time. Um, and you went to the full deal, right? You didn't just did. go to, to, the, the, to the fest. I went to the seminars and the, uh, and the uh, what do you call it, the, uh, the expo. Yeah, the expo. And, uh, yeah, it was great. Uh, did you go to that, Steve? No, I didn't. This year, yeah. It's pretty good. They have uh, nice seminars, uh, like two in the morning, two in the afternoon on uh, on Friday, and then uh, mm-hmm. two in the morning and a third like joint uh, seminar after that. And when they cool? Yeah, they're really good. I went yeah. to. Uh, What'd you learn? Learned a lot about not a lot about. I learned a little about how to do a beer lineup. What do you mean? Well, how do you decide what to have and how do you? Uh, like at a restaurant, how do you deal with it? Yeah, like a, a bar. Bar. Okay. Bar, bar. That was a thread for. People that have craft beer bars, or you have a tap room, or okay. some sort of serving thing in your so how do you so it's basically like in my mind it'd be making a mixtape. You well, can't have everything one like like up like rock and roll, right? You yeah. have to have some peaks and some valleys and all that kind of shit. Yeah, right? you know, a lot of it was about uh, you know categorizing things and making sure you have backup beers that'll make something happen down the road. Okay, it's not about like you just don't you know order beer based on what you have a hole in in the wall on. Right, you gotta you know get another. Uh, Replace the one that's pouring right now in two days. You got a plan for the it. the distributors, you know, they you order one day and they deliver either the next or the day after. It varies by distributors. So there's some uh, some balancing. 
Oh, that's cool. I went to a. Uh, that sounds deep, man. That sounds like 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 deep no, information. No, not like not yeah, like cerebral or like heady, right? But like yeah. kind of deep information, uh, deep, deep industry information. Yeah, that's the, something you wouldn't really think about beforehand. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, I think yeah, you wouldn't exactly. And I think the audience was probably looking for the, kind of got the information that they were looking for for sure. Good. I was looking for something probably more technical and uh, analytical. Yeah, that's just the way I think about things. Yeah, uh, like, then I like went how to, to physically s- line up the glasses. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. to do this. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, I went to another seminar on uh, how to uh, get a career in craft beer. No, oh, really? But that would be good because people are always ask me to yeah, find me need, a job. You need that second career. Yeah, second guy. Well, we're qualified, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm too lazy. I would not recommend myself. No. Um, yeah, and so that was pretty good. They had uh, three HR, HR or hiring managers. That they do both jobs. Okay. Uh, for one from Russian River, one from Drake's, and one from uh, Mikeller down in San Diego. Oh, okay. And I thought it was a pretty good seminar. They uh, each uh, knew a lot about, you know, a lot about, like, what to put on your resume, what not to, do's and don'ts. All very nice. What was, the, what was probably the, the most surprising do or <laughs> one, don't? One, one takeaway I got was, don't try to uh, show your personality in the cover letter. Oh, like don't be funny don't or clever. Don't try to be funny, or clever, or smart, sad. Throw a couple hot puns. I'm sure that was a yeah. do, right? Yeah, right. I will really hop to attention. Yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a one big take. take. Okay. Uh, well, that sounds awesome, man. Yeah, then uh, so I went How's to go to Jamil's. Uh, I'm going to do that. Okay. I had to go to, I had to, go. I went, <laughs> I went to Jamil's uh, sem- uh, seminar on advanced home brewing. Yeah. It was great. He was quite ill. Like fucking hell sick. Cool, like Ill. the hot yeah. drizzles. And uh, I was like, actually was his backup. But he, if he couldn't finish, I was going to go. And finish his seminar. Did you just oh, knock good. him out of the chair and no, just, <laughs> take he's, over? He's, he's that, you were his he's understudy. Like he falls on the podium, or the, just roll him off. That way I won't okay. be stepping on him. <laughs> you were his understudy. He, he, he made that whole big joke at the beginning. He, yeah. I know. He got a beer in him. He was fine. Yeah. Of course, he might have had to run to the bathroom uh, yeah. right after. He may have had a bag on his leg. You never know. Yeah. And then there's one more. The final seminar was where uh, uh, Vinny, Natalie, and Tommy Arthur uh, discussed the uh, the the, uh, the beer boom and where we are, where we're going, stuff like that. No, they're they're highly qualified to discuss those. I know that those things. What's that? They know that stuff. They know that stuff. For My sure. big takeaway was: as soon as we legalized warehouse space, is, the price is going to go way up. Warehouse space? Oh, because people are just going <laughs> to be renting gonna, light industrial parks and just growing them. weed. Yeah. Is that what you're going to do? <laughs> when weed's legalized? <laughs> no, I don't think so. No. No. Why not? I don't know. It's not the right crowd. What are you going to do? Hang around with weed, get weed growers? No, no. You, just, you, you, no, you just hire someone to do it, right? And you, yeah. you're the fund money. But if, oh, it just seems like, like the buy-in right, part of it. The buy-in part of it. The right amount of physical labor, though. You just watch plants grow. That's true. Yeah, I mean, you just got to know what your nutrients do, but, uh, you know, whatever, right? Yeah, well, you'd have somebody. You could do that shit. Does that. You'd pay them. Right, that's what I mean, Get right? guys. Yeah, you just got your guys. Got your guys. I mean, because I could save five hundred bucks by the time that shit's legal, and I can I'd buy in for five hundred bucks. That's a lot of money for a podcast salary. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's like a thousand to normal. That's and, and on this side of, of the brewing network. On yeah. this side of the desk, gets even worse. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that's cool, All man. Right, well, maybe we should start like a weed investment trust. We could like you have an own, I would do own deal. A going. Kickstarter. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. We have the logo. A weed starter. Yep. 
Yeah, the logo, yeah, it'd just be a nug. <laughs> right, yeah. Just a bunch of hairs and crystals and a grenade on them. <laughs> the Nug Network. A Nug. A uh, Nug grenade. I, I, you know, I see where Bob Marley is putting an R&D weed research center in Santa Rosa. God, you know what? That, guy, that guy's a fucking amazing, Wait, right? Like, he stopped making music in the early 80s, disappeared. Now he's back. He has coffee yeah. and tea and energy drinks and His weed foundation now. Does, I, think. I thought he insane. died. The fam's trying to live up. Yeah. What? Yeah. He's been dead. Bob long. Marley? Oh. Yeah, the throat cancer. Uh, no, skin cancer. He didn't have throat cancer. No, no, no. Throat. no. Balls? No, toe, actually. It started on his toe. Huh. Oh. Weird, huh. right? Yeah. yeah. This is a mixed race thing. It's a weird thing. Um, how was the... Um, the, the festival uh, itself. Yeah, the oh, festival. it's great. Rich, huge. And what? No, his dad, was, his dad was a white guy. And that's what they blame. That, I look. That, I read the that book. That was the kiss of death, right there. I and and uh, it was. It, I guess it ran in his dad's family, and that that was uh-huh. that was where it came from. Lesson learned, everybody. Anyway, how was Cut the festival? Jeez, why is yeah, get a bad toe, lose it. <laughs> how was the festival? It was friend? great. It was yeah. Great, uh, so this was uh, the festival with all the California beers. All California, 165 yeah. breweries pouring about 450 beers. Okay, and it was just. Crazy. How did you get? How many did I get? <laughs> I probably had like a. Fifteen different ones. Wow. Yeah. I don't, don't move around enough. I'm like, oh. I don't move around enough. Stand in front of one place. You got place. guys. Send them out. Well, I get, well, what happens is I'll see people and they want to hang and they don't yeah. want to move either. I mean, our, they want to stay where they're at. I don't know. Well, like pouring. They're pouring like visiting their, own, breweries their own beer. Yeah, okay. Than visiting a festival. Yeah. It's different. That's cool. all the brewers are there because they're there for the, the uh, conference. Okay. So, yeah, it's a great, great uh, meetup of uh, people from all over California. Well, it sounds great. Yeah. Sounds great. I, I should go next year. I didn't go. I didn't yeah, get I'd to recommend go it for everybody to go. It's a lot of yeah. fun. Okay, can we do feedback now? Doc is uh, he's uh, itching. He's chomping at the bit for chomp, hearing some chomp, feedback. Chomp. Okay, uh, this is uh, from someone called Atlas. Good. <laughs> I don't know. a lot on his shoulders. Yeah. Uh, I'm work. I'm at work listening to Extract to All Grain episode from 2006. As Justin goes to break, he plays an extended version of Touch the Velvet. <laughs> which is actually it's touched the felt, um, and it's awesome. Please let us newer folks in on where this came from. Love the show and keep it going. <laughs> Maybe touch the velvet is the longer version. I haven't Maybe. heard that in a long. time. I haven't heard that in a long time either. I I don't think he even carried it over on this com- on his computer. Doc, you want to clue everybody in on where that came from? Well, um, we had uh, Vinny was in the in the studio and uh, uh, Crazy Jack was in there and he, and he had his his puppet. And felt puppet, and he was just kind of. That's where we 86'd him. Yeah, kind of. Uh, yeah. Um, well, he he came around. He was touching everybody with the with the puppet hand puppet and stuff. And uh, uh, it was a puppet of Vinny. Yeah, yeah. It was the Vinny puppet. The Vinny yeah, puppet. the Vinny puppet. And so, and he made a felt. And so, uh, was it the next week. Who who made up the song? Or I, I want to think it's Push because it was pretty good, but maybe not. Yeah. Um, but it was one of our listeners. They made up the song. Yeah, uh, and it called "Touch the Felt." It was a dance mix. It was a dance mix. Correctly. Touch the felt. Touch the felt. And then <laughs> I just tried to look online. I can't find it. It's not online. Really? Yeah. It's nowhere. It's nowhere. And Push can't even pull it up. Well, I don't know. I don't have the direct pipeline. I don't have the direct pipeline to him. Yeah. <gasps> Let's get him in there. It uh, was a good one. It was a good uh, song. I mean, it would look. It was a shitty song. Let's be honest. But uh, but it, it, it was, was it was apropos for the moment. It really was. I think that what was that was one of our first listener created yeah. things. Yeah, that and was that was kind of cool. Yeah, and they, yeah. they sent it in and. 
Crazy Jack was actually he's back that week. <laughs> so there you go, Atlas. Crazy Jack, a crazy listener, made a puppet of Vinny. I think on the, well, not on the first Vinny show, but anyway. Uh, this is from Casey. He says, uh, hey there, first of all, I love the shows. And as a fairly new listener, I'm having fun catching up on the session. Dr. Homer and Brewing with Style. Hey, all shows I'm Yay. on. Um, I found this article today about some gypsy brew in Connecticut with the next great hazy IPA from the Northeast. As a New Yorker, I have access to some of these beers and some examples I have enjoyed and others I have not. I think it's a wide spectrum, but the picture in the post is nothing I'd ever want to drink. And them, uh, and with them not able to control the quality within a single batch, what's the point in spending my money on it? Also, the guy seems like a tool by his use of social media. Thanks for all the great content. Don't pick on Bevo too much. So we can a little. Yeah, yeah. You're right, but we just got to know that line, apparently. I'm not good with lines. No. No. Well, some lines. Certain lines. Some Certain lines. Don't yeah. cross those lines. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there you go. And he links an article about, I don't know, Northeast IPA that I didn't read. But uh, anyway, thanks for the, thanks for the, the yeah, thing, Casey. Uh, this is from uh, Paul, and he is in Sydney. He says, greetings, Cretans. Love the sesh. Glad you guys have put the show out for all of us to enjoy here in the Southern Hemisphere down in Australia. I've been following the session and the sour uh, on the BN for a few years now. Invaluable info all around for all of us homebrewers going from intermediate to advanced. I'm also glad to hear in the last podcast that you're starting to chill a bit on the Vermont IPAs and embrace more change in the craft beer world. That is not what I said. No. It, <laughs> No silly, it's silly for anyone in craft beer to hate on someone else's style they love. We all have our favorites. Just like here in Australia, they embrace the U.S. hoppy styles, but still pine for the old Aussie brews as well. So it's always a bit of a middle ground here. I do think there's room for everyone. I love all of it. Lagers, ale, stouts, and everything from IPL to triple IPA. Uh, hmm. It's all good. I even do think there's room for some cheap macro beer here. VB and Tui's new are two of the most popular cheap lagers in Australia, and compared to Miller Lite and Coors, they are like Russian Imperial Stouts. <laughs> so it's all good down under. We saw Tasty here a few years back in Sydney. We, we would love to see some more of you blokes down here as well. Keep up the good beer radio work. Cheers, Paul. Um, <clears throat> Steve, what's your take on the cloudy IPA deal that's happening? I had a feeling that question was going to come up. <laughs> Why? Uh, I don't know. It just seems like it's fucking everywhere. Um, well, most people uh, take the Fifth Amendment on this. Really? Okay. Yeah, that's that's a being good recorded. excuse. I mean, if that's an option, I should take it's it. Not, no, it's not it's, an option. Don't listen to the man yeah, behind the curtain. Stop it. Constitution doesn't apply here. Everybody I mean, else has here. I don't know. I'm, I'm not really a fan at all. Um, a lot of the... Vermont, New England IPAs, is that where most of them are coming out of? Yeah. Sure. Something like that. I just haven't been a fan of the beers, but I'm not normally a fan of the style um, anyways, so it just hasn't been something I've been... Of the IPA style in general? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and seeing so many of them, it's just kind of like, eh, I don't know. I think it's a trend. I think it's going to die down soon. Yeah, we've talked about it a little bit like it's like the black IPA yeah, of this year's black it IPA. Seems like that to so me. what he's alluding to, we had field work on last week. Okay. Um, and we talked a lot about cloudy IPAs. Mm-hmm. Um, and excuse me, and you know, kind of the differences between cloudy and hazy and you know, because their beers have some haze, but mm-hmm. he's like, but they wouldn't really call them cloudy beers. Mm-hmm. 
Correct me if I'm wrong, Tasty. And, yeah, um, because there's no gunk and sediment, and that's what they didn't understand. But there is oh, kind okay. of room for the the you know. Well, like we're drinking your beer here. What yeah. beer is this? This super hazy. This is uh, Stonematic. Stonematic. Yeah, uh, delicious. Thank by you. the way, it's a saison, Brett dry hop. It's, it's actually a wit beer base with a wit beer yeast. Okay, so I uh, feel that's that totally wrong. According to that, it's it's pretty no. close to style. Perfect yeah. Haze. yeah. And yeah. you know, so some of the beers we were talking about from Fieldwork weren't this, mm-hmm. weren't like, weren't like this. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were like, we engineer that very carefully to present some sort of mouthfeel. And, right. and right. Uh, so I, what I was saying was like, I, I, I and don't kill me, Warren. I'm ready because we've t- <laughs> put the knife down <laughs> for a while. Um, well, I was saying that I, I, coming from that angle, I understand. Like he wasn't saying like, "Oh, it's just a little flower and whatever." Like there's a lot of cellar work to like put it out at the right time, so it's the right amount of kind of haze in there um, and turbidity. I think is what he was really more saying. On. So I was like, "Okay, there's no gunk. If you let it sit for an hour, it's not going to settle out." And I think that's kind of where we've railed on a lot of people in the past, and and uh, the field where guys were kind of saying the same thing. Like if you if you have to decant your beer first, and it's not bottle condition, it just has crap in it. Mm-hmm. That might be a little too much. I think the haze still would settle out over time, even in a beer like what they have. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. That's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. Um, right. I. I it, it's more than just the technical issues that I have with it. Like I don't like that really big mouthfeel. I don't like it either. And all the proteins and all that stuff in in the IPA style. Yeah. And so... It's a clash for me. It seems very weird. Yeah, they don't go together. No. It seems to look great in a picture is what I see. Oh, God. It looks terrible. Pictures everywhere. They're everywhere, right? It looks like orange juice or whatever. You know what I mean? Some kind of fruit juice next to the can. And it's... I don't know. It seems to be like a trend, like some kind of marketing idea or something. That's... Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, it's juicy IPA. It's juicy. Yeah, that's that's what I was about to say. That's the term I always hear. Juicy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay, and then finally, for feedback, our spam of the week. We haven't had one in a while. Uh, This is from Gretchen Villarreal, and she says, Hi, feedback. Columbus told me you have have lost some of last month's utility bills. So I'm sending you the copies saved in my computer. Let me know if I sent the right receipts. Best regards. Okay. Fucking Columbus, dude. Can't keep anything straight. Can't keep it straight. Thought he was in somewhere else. He really landed somewhere else. <laughs> now he's saying that we have bills that we don't have. Vermont. Oh I thought it was God. fucked up, dude. Hmm. Probably way past due. He didn't want a social security <laughs> number or anything? Just send a blank check. <laughs> Probably way past due. I don't think you got that right, Doc. All right. I think we've caught up on everybody, what everybody's doing. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk more with Steve from Shady Oak Barrel House, learn about all sorts of funky crap that he's doing. It's the session. Stay tuned. We'll be right back, everybody. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? First Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can, featuring Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! Watch out! 
So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. The Vault. Created by White Labs. The Vault is a collection of new, creative, and unique yeast strains from around the world. These strains have never been available to homebrewers. Most have not even been available to professionals. You have the power to release the yeast. Through The Vault, White Labs is giving you the power to decide which strains are put into production and giving you the opportunity to brew with these strains. Visit whitelabs.com slash the vault and pre-order the yeast strain of your choice and encourage your friends to do the same. Once 250 pre-orders have been achieved, White Labs will put that strain into production. The strain will be mailed directly to your doorstep, ready to make the beer you've always wanted to brew. This program was created with the home brewer in mind. White Labs is relying on you to help release these strains, which may blaze the way for future new and unique beers. Help release the yeast. Visit whitelabs.com slash the vault. Brewing Great Beer is a process of continuous learning, and the best books on every aspect of brewing can be found at Brewers Publications, with more than 50 awesome titles like Modern Homebrew Recipes by Gordon Strong, Designing Great Beers, The Ultimate Guide to Brewing Classic Beer Styles by Ray Daniels, American Sour Beers, Innovative Techniques for Mixed Fermentations by Michael Tonsmeyer, For the Love of Hops, The Practical Guide to Aroma, Bitterness, and the Culture of Hops by Stan Hieronymus and Radical Brewing Recipes, Tales, and World Altering Meditations in a Glass by Randy Mosher, plus many, many more. These are the books and the authors with the knowledge to push your brewing farther than you thought possible. And you'll find them all at fine homebrew and book retailers everywhere. And visit the website at BrewersPublications.com. Brewers Publications, all the best on beer and brewing. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, More Beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. MoreBeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. MoreBeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to MoreBeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of the buzz, the forum, the learning center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. 
Marin Brewing Company in Northern California has been making award-winning beers for more than 25 freaking years. Today, I want to tell you about their new 12-ounce cans of Mount Tam Pale Ale. The good stuff, Mount Tam is bright gold. 5.5% ABV to keep you feeling good and has been winning awards since 1989. If you're visiting the Bay Area, get your butt out to Marin Brewing Company. They pour tasty beers and serve great food every day until midnight. Come in for a tour, stay for the food, and pick up a six-pack of cans of Mount Camp Pale Ale to enjoy at home, camping, biking, or whatever the hell you do. Owner Brandon Moylan has this to say about Marin Brewing Beers. It's freaking awesome. Marin Brewing has won more than 100 gold medals in international competitions. Check out MarinBrewing.com for all their award-winning beers, food, and merch. Marin Brewing Company in Larkspur, California. Award-winning taste, refreshing finish. It's freaking awesome. Sticking with us, everybody. Uh, threw a few songs in there to kind of, I don't know, let us let us relax, let us chill out. Uh, before we get to Steve, I do want to tell you guys about our fine friends at Great Fermentations. They have the largest catalog of Blickman products on the web. They provide same-day shipping on some main items that most vendors can take up to three weeks to get to you, which is, you know, that's not very cool. Our sta- uh, Their staff, excuse me, is some of the best trained in using the Blickman products that they sell, which is always very important. you got to know what it is you're selling. Uh, they also offer top-notch customer service. Like them on Facebook at GR8 Fermentation to be notified of more deals uh, like the one you, uh, that the one I don't have in my live read, which is a cool, cool live read. Uh, we can also be found on Instagram and Twitter at GR8 Fermentation. Um, Bev, just just uh, help me remind whoever is a sponsor for Great Fermentations that this copy is the worst piece of trash. <laughs> I will, I will help you with that. Make sure to like us on Facebook to be notified of more deals like this in the future. Like what, asshole? Not the Great Fermentations, but the internally, whoever is the, the ad manager for Great Fermentations on the BN side needs to be writing the copy so it makes sense. I agree. And it doesn't so sound like I just kind fucking of a, hit my head. Just in rant right now. A little bit, And I, I also guess, just like, want to point out that this is not my sponsor. <laughs> no, it's not my sponsor either. But, um, I mean, I'm, I'm only making them sound like idiots, and that's not cool. We don't like to do that. So whoever whoever wrote this copy and put it out for the host to read uh, is the biggest piece of shit I've ever worked with in my entire life. Steve! What's up, buddy? What's happening? How you doing, man? Good. How about yourself? I'm all right. I'm good, yeah. man. I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at your bottle. So we just cracked a bottle of something called Funkatronic, Funkatronic. which is an India Pale Ale ish, uh, ish with yeah. Britannomyces, and it's uh, it's doing the little uh, spittle. No, no, don't worry about it. No, let them hang out. We're having a meltdown of a show. Bev is uh, awesome. going out and getting I'm all so of our glad hosts. To be here for a meltdown. Me too, oh, man. Can't it's so wait. good. Get one of those. Thank there you me. go. Thank you, thank you so much. So yeah, Funkatronic. Um, yeah. So what is was this? Probably, I think it was my second release. So the bottle you're looking at there was bottled, I think, around November of 2014. Um, it's it uh, went out to distribution 
and just since gone, I just had a few cases saved up at the barrel house that I thought. No, no, don't pour it would for be them. A fun thing to bring. If they want to be part of the show, they can be. They'll get, they'll get their own beer. Don't worry about it, Beth. You have you have your own work to do. I hope you're not talking about us. Oh, I am. I hope you're not. <clears throat> I do have I my am. own work to do. I am. You're right. Uh, anyway, so this I is from 2014. Living hell. Yeah, that's when I heard it. <laughs> All right, Doc. Uh, 2014. <laughs> That's good. So, okay. We've talked on the show before mm-hmm. about the IPA style not lasting very long. Mm-hmm. Why make an IPA if you're going to age it? Yeah. What, what's, what, what the hell's wrong with you? Wonderful question. Um, Thank you very much. Very yeah, subtle, too. Yeah, you know, very subtle. Very cool. <laughs> um, I've, I've, I mean, I, I don't want to ever say the word never for things I'm going to do for the brewery, but okay. I... With that being said, I've never intended to make an IPA. Um, however, I thank I, you for that, by yeah, the way. You're, you are very welcome. However, I do like hops quite a lot. Um, there's a lot of wonderful ways to use them. Yeah. And I love the interplay with dry hopping and, um, and Britannomyces, especially when it comes to bottle conditioning. Um, and, and frankly, you know, I had it on the label. It said, you know, Hobby Farmhouse was the first thing it said on the label. And then the feds told me that they wanted it to say the word India Pale Ale. Um, so that was not my choice. <laughs> Why? Yeah, I don't know. Um, but it did end really? up like they, it. Yeah. Yeah. They, they said, yeah, no, they they said, said hey, said, you need well, to put IPA on yes, here. Oh, there are basically. hops in this? It's an yeah. IPA. Yeah. yeah. And Essentially, yeah, that's the rule. Really? Wow. Yeah, which I know everybody else gets away with just fine, but that's they wanted me to do it. Um, so I have to call it an IPA, and you know that doesn't help huh. on the sh- or doesn't hurt it on the shelf, but it's not in the, any sense an IPA. Those are the three best letters yeah. to have on a beer label, uh, yeah. pretty much. Right. Like you know, it's a stout. Oh no, it's a black IPA. It's yeah. a porter. No, it's a brown IPA. Just whatever IPA. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you go? just say not not A and then small letters, and then just let IPA be there? It's an IPA idea. IPA with breaks one. Yeah. It is kind of like amazing, like how how much those three letters can sell a beer. We have a friend who I don't want to I don't want to air his laundry or whatever, so I'm not going to say what brewery ones, but uh, he has a dry hop saison that uh, he just called a dry hop saison, and yeah. someone called it a, sesh, a dry hop session IPA, farmhouse uh-huh. session IPA farmhouse or some shit, IPA. and sold yeah. like 20% more yeah. of it. So he's like, well, <laughs> fuck. All right, I'm it's, poor. I own a brewery, so I'm going to call it that it now. It totally works. It was one of those things I just never thought happened actually that way, but it absolutely does. <laughs> when the you words got- <laughs> IPA on there, yeah. it's gone. That'll kill IPA. It's, we'll yeah. call everything IPA. Every, it's fucking it's a porter yeah. IPA, it's dude. IPA. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's fucking On ridiculous. nitro. You don't know what yeah. it is. <laughs> on yeah. nitro, yeah. yeah. Done. Every beer at the brewery uh, now. IPA. IPA. Yeah. Baltic yep. IPA. Yeah. Baltic yeah. IPA. I love Baltic it. IPA. IPA. Yeah. Let's back up a little bit, Steve. Yeah, yeah. So let's get into your personal history. Oh. Um, years Pretty ago, segue. our hardcore segue. fans will mm-hmm. know this. Mm-hmm. We had a terrible TV show called BYOB TV. It was wonderful. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> it got nominated for awards. It did. Yeah. The Taste Award. Yeah. yeah. Right? Taste Award. Yeah. It, it didn't win. No, it didn't win. But we spent a lot of money on suits to go down there. That was the year. No, and then, uh, yeah, we got to see Brian Shar sing karaoke to New York, New York. I oh, that. wow. Yeah, we went out afterwards. Me? Yeah. I wish those guys were oh, here, was, man. That that so so did I. And so they're, like, giving me shit because I, like, I tagged, I put on Facebook half an hour before the show started. Like, well, why don't you let me know beforehand? Oh, Bitch, I'm not dick. a PR firm. Yeah, All right, come on. Asshole. But I feel that's what yes. you do. Yeah. Isn't social media your thing? No. Oh. No, not, not for a while. 
Not for the Brewing Network, but yeah. in general. I'm yeah, saying. but I don't care. Oh, okay. I was busy playing Destiny today. Anyways, yes. um, he was a, he's an amazing singer. When he, He's like, uh, yeah, whenever I do karaoke, it's always New York, New York. <laughs> just like, you're the weirdest cat I've Is ever he really met. a good singer? No. Oh, I wouldn't I, imagine You can so. see that. <laughs> His wife was recording it, though. I wonder if they still have it. Anyway, uh, so, so. Uh, Steve <laughs> won BYOB, right? Yeah. Whoa! Yeah. When when was that? Fuck, I don't know. It meant a lot I can't to remember. Him. Yeah, I can't remember either when it when, when it was. was that? When did that happen? Four years. Look up his IMDb. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what's on my IMDb. That's for sure. Uh, wow, there's something called 2000. See, okay. TV series 2011. Apparently. 2011. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> wow, that's not that long. Ago. Are you famous <laughs> enough to not have to pay for your IMDb? No. No, you can get it for free, and then if oh, you really? want like to have a bunch of shit, you have to pay for it. Uh, oh, so 2011, man. Yeah, that's what it was. Dun, okay. dun, dun. And uh, and so ago. the winner, so the winner got uh, what? Did, what did you get? You, the winner got. Uh, so tell me about that. Okay, so so the prize was a trip to Pilsen to Pilsner mm-hmm. Kell, and uh, it was it was you know. I guess round trip airfare for two people to Pilsner Hotel. Yeah. You get to stay at their hotel or their inn or whatever that's attached to it for three or four days and then the Motel Six. Basically. Yeah. And then a flight out of there. And I I don't know, the first the first few days in the show, like probably by the I don't know, maybe second filming session, it's kinda like I wonder if it's legal to uh turn in the, the prize winnings for money. And I looked it up, and totally, you have to do that. In Convert that California. shit to cash, dude. Yeah, yeah, well, think about it. You're watching Bob Barker selling a trip to an L.A. kid to go to fucking Disneyland. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? you yeah. got to offer them the cash equivalent. Yeah. Wow. Um, so I looked that up because it's like I, I'm not against going to Czechoslovakia. That sounds great. But I don't want to go just there and then come home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you're in Europe, would you want to come to St. Louis and hang out for three days and then peace out? And, no, not at all. Yeah. Not and, at all. Yeah, exactly. We, we have and to get maybe. to St. Louis first. <laughs> right. 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 But There's you an know, arch. As, uh, I've heard that before, yeah. But, uh, you know, with somebody without it's more of an arc. money oh. or anything like that, it was just kind of like, I would rather go back to Europe when I have the time, the energy, the money to go and stay there and go wander around and go to Belgium. See, that's that's my places. deal too, man. I I, I don't, don't want to go to one go city for, for three like, days. Yeah, for like a week even. Like yeah. that's too that's too, I can't do it. There's yeah. no way. I'd, I'd rather not go. So yeah. have you gone to that Europe was, since uh, I have been I was before that um, oh, when I was okay. younger. Yeah. But since no. Definitely not. Well maybe you should have gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, you I cashed the, it in for the I prize. I cashed money. it in. I paid off uh, some student loan bills. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave some to um, who is now my ex wife. Uh, and then the rest of it I spent right, on – oh, no, it's hilarious. How much uh, is this trip worth? hilarious. Right, yeah. And the rest of it was spent on some homebrew equipment. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, you know, basically some uh, stainless steel and uh, – you know, fancy things like some that. Some Blickman crap. Yeah, some Blickman stuff, things like that. Things there you that go. We're super fun. You know, I was really glad I got them, but, you know, she took a very large chunk of it. So. <laughs> <laughs> they tend to do that. Yeah, yeah I've noticed. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, that's cool. I'm still man. noticing. Like I'm yeah. in the middle of noticing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
rough, man. That's rough. awesome, dude. So after yeah. after your stardom uh, uh-huh. and after the the wave of uh, famousness dies down, because I'm sure you couldn't go out in, in mm. your in your oh, yeah. right. city. Yeah. No, it was. Yeah, mom yeah. was all like the Beatles, and they came, first came to town. Couldn't go to the mall. Obviously, can't yeah. go to the mall ever. Yeah, yeah. Talk to yeah. The strip mall. and I used to go there yeah. all the time. Anytime I went into <laughs> Hot Topic, I was just right. like, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah you can't, can't go to the subway. Yeah, get a sandwich anymore. No, they put you right to the front. Right. Yeah, the guy making the sandwich. Like, you like American cheese? Like fuck! I can't even. Uh, God, yeah, just yeah. forget who yeah. I am. And it totally happened. Constantly, <laughs> right. rushed away in limos, and yeah, it was. That's amazing for it you. It was brutal. Yeah. Anybody have to take a bullet? <laughs> a few people. Yeah. Silver bullet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember their names now. <laughs> they're forgotten. Mainly because they're dead. Um, no. So after that. Yeah. Um, what happened to you? What happened to you? What happened to you? <laughs> After that. Where was that guy we liked? <laughs> yeah. You're so humble. At, uh, not too much long. So let's see. At the time of the show, I was working as a wine uh, lab tech. Okay. I had been for a few years at that point, and I kept going for a few years. And in addition to that, I was finishing a bullshit degree, a liberal arts major, um, that I wasn't going to do anything with. Um, that one on your parents? What's that? That one on your parents? Is that one on my parents? Yeah. Uh, what do you mean? Like The bullshit like nothing degree. I think he's, mean, I think like he's asking they if, you have if they made you take yeah, a liberal oh, arts degree. Uh, no, 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 nothing like that. It was just, you know, honestly, I was really good at uh, getting blackout drunk and writing papers. <laughs> and I'd wake up in the morning and there'd be little post-it notes on my computer. And it would be like, hey, Steve, you wrote this great paper. I already printed it out. Love, Steve. And so I was like, oh, I can get away with being an English major. This is easy. Uh, you wrote, you know, wrote notes to yourself yeah. in black. Yeah, You're like right. Mr. Robot. Yeah, kind yeah, of. Yeah, right. uh, something like that. So, Looking good today, Steve. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it was oh, yeah. Ch- check in your left pocket. <laughs> yeah. It was, yes, it was stuff like that. So, and, and more than anything, it was... Wait, I just, I was, can't get over that. It was, it was easy for me, so I got away with it. You wrote notes to yourself to, yeah. to non-blackout drunk Steve. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you, are the, you are the best person I Thank can think you. of to open a brewery. Aw, such a piece. Thank you so much. Yeah. He's a natural. Yeah, I well, I mean, it's story. a little arts major. we got to be involved in alcohol somehow. That's true. Um, um, you found all the ways. Pretty much. Um, so let's see. Where were we after that? Um, then finally, I did an intelligent thing and got divorced, uh, which was <laughs> great, 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 great thing to do. I was, yeah? I was a very, hmm. I was a very angry person back when I was married, and, and okay. I didn't. I didn't. It's one of those things where you don't realize it until you're out of it, kind of thing. Okay. You know. Um, so got out of that and was still working. And at the time, I was working um, still as a wine lab tech. Um, and in addition to that, I was also brewing a little bit uh, on the commercial level and was started cooking up this idea of like, you know, I, I work with barrels all the time. I've been home brewing for a thousand years. Um, let's put all of this to good use at once. I don't have anybody to support. I don't have anyone to bitch at me. Mm. Fuck it. Let's go for it. Okay. Um, so yeah. I decided to that's kind of That's my put, mantra when I wake up in the morning. Good. Oh, that's Just beautiful. Like that. Just yeah, like so you that. wake up every day with a smile on your face. Oh, like, yeah. Fuck it. Let's go for it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> that's great. Um, so that was, I mean, you know, in the, you know, the quickest, easiest way to sum it up, that's kind of what I did. I just wanted to see, well, there's this one thing I've been doing for as long as I can remember that I've always been really happy about that i've always really loved i've always been a geek for fermentation um there were times you know back in the day i would be you know when i was married or whatever we'd be just ridiculously broke and poor and all these things but i would still find a way to scrimp up enough money to brew a batch i was always doing it no matter what happened yeah and that to me just said a lot it was like you this is something you should look into more 
Um, and that's when I was decided, just like, nope, this, this is the way to go. Because you, you had that drive. No matter yeah. what, nothing yeah. was going to stop you from that's, fucking that's kinda, Yeah, and that's kind of how I felt. And it just felt like at the time, like, this is something, you know, if, if you don't do it now, you're going to get some shithead job and do this for another 20, 30 years and then go when you're 50, like, oh, man, it'd be cool to try to start a brewery. Um, a lot of the uh, smaller breweries in Sonoma County that I know are started up by people that kind of did that. And I would rather do it when I had the energy. Right. I, I didn't want to be, you know, 50, 60 and, and then trying it. That just seemed like a bad idea. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's basically how it went, you know. So you have this idea. So so let's tell everybody what Shady mm-hmm. Oak uh, Barrel House is. Cause it's uh, not a brewery. You're very clear on that. Yeah, very clear. So What are you doing over there? Uh, so I don't own a brewing system. I use uh, different Sonoma County brewers, uh, brewing systems. And uh, on some of them, I do the brewing myself, and some of them, they won't let me brew there because of insurance policies, <laughs> things like that. I would, I would prefer to get my hands in there. Uh, but oh, I just you would? Everywhere, yeah. See, I think that would be great. <clears throat> yeah. No, yeah. The, the brewing part, that's the fun part. Um, so basically, <laughs> like but, the what? fun part is nothing you have at your place at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. No, I have fun at my part, too. And, yeah, that's, for sure. and that's the other main part of the job is uh, most of it is cleaning barrels and uh, fixing barrels and recouping barrels and searching for barrels and then also filling barrels mm-hmm. and tasting the blends. And to me, it's, it's, so it's more of a blendery more than anything. And that's kind of what I always wanted it to be. You know, a lot of the time I spent at the winery was working, you know, as the winemaker's bitch, we want you to put together a blend of X, Y, and Z. And they'd give me a list of, you know, however many mills of 50 different barrels. And I'd be sitting in there running through the caves and I did this for years, and tasting every little component. And I'd start getting to the point where I could taste like, oh, I see what they're after. Oh, this gets more hmm. of this compound, this compound, whatever it was, didn't okay. matter. Um, and I so you were building your palate, yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Okay. and it had already been built in the, in the uh, brewer sense, but never, and I don't want to mean wine sense, but I guess more with oak and oak. And sure. And, and, you know, any winery, there's plenty of bread down there. You know what I mean? There was so much bread. And I tended to, you know, kind of lean towards the ones that were the breadier barrels, and they kind of liked me as the bread sniffer, I guess is okay. the term. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> sure. I mean, they, they used me. It's like, oh, we think it has bread. Send Steve down there kind of thing. I'd be like, oh, this is great. Can I have it? And they'd be like, no, we're dumping it. I was like, oh, so they wouldn't sad. give it to you. No, they wouldn't oh. do it. No, it was so sad. And then I'd ask for the barrel, and they'd be like, no. Yeah. What are they going to do with it? So they dump the wine yeah, on yeah. the wine side. What do you do with it? You have a barrel. I would um, imagine you chop it up and give it away. Well, so at the time, it was a winery that was owned by, by a very big multinational corporation mm-hmm. that also owned distilleries. And so what they would do is they would take these and send them to a distillery. Oh, okay. And they're just going to put, you know, 80% whatever in there. So it doesn't, doesn't matter to them. Okay. Um, so that, al- that alcohol content would shut the bread down. And then they could just get the oak flavor out of it? I mean, I I never went to the other side of the distillery, but I assumed so. I Hmm. mean, I couldn't imagine Brett surviving that long in an 80% kind of solution, you know. Hmm. You know, or cast strength, even, you know, 90s, whatever it would be. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, I couldn't imagine it surviving there, but... I, you know, who knows? Um, the, the, I always remember the steamers that we used to clean. They would always talk about how it went to three or four mils deep. And I'd read a book, and it's like, well, it says here, Brett can go to five mils deep. 
So, <laughs> right. you know, and they're like, no, no, Brett, you probably brought the Brett in here. And I'm like, no, <laughs> so that was your I did you yeah. dicks. It was You're on right. the wood that you bought, you know, so I always got in trouble for that. Uh, so I, I don't know. I got to a point where I realized I wasn't going to be able to stay in the wine industry too long. Plus, I also don't like wine. It just doesn't taste good to me. It's never been anything I've ever been interested in. Okay. But I did like playing with the barrels. I did like working in the lab. I did like being able to do, you know, cell counts and identifying Brett or whatever under a microscope. That was a fucking blast. I loved it. Um, but as far as the end product went, I I could care less about wine. It just didn't. Do it for me. Well, so, how do you? Uh, yeah. Forgive me for the for the weird question, but how, how do you decide that you're going to follow your passion? You're clearly tuned into what you really like to do, and I know you mentioned like you have no wife, you have nobody to really kind of report to. Right. Was that really all it is? Because I know there's a um, lot of people out there who are in the same position. They know yeah. what they love doing, but they haven't figured out yet right. how to just talk themselves into doing the thing, whatever it is. <laughs> I. I, I is that weird? Wish, no, that it's weird not, no, it's not weird no. at all. It's I can make one it weird. That, please do. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, you know, it's hard to answer. For me, there wasn't a long kind of, you know, distraught fucking spirit journey or anything about it. I just realized I got to this point where you were very passionate about these things, but you're not working in it. And you don't have anything to be responsible anymore for. And I, I don't know. To me, I felt like I was going to be working for so long, potentially in an industry where I didn't care about the product, that I said, fuck it. Let's find a way to earn a paycheck from doing what you love. Mm-hmm. Um, I've yet to earn a paycheck. But, you know, still, <laughs> like, it was something that I really wanted to do. And so, you know, I can't describe it as some kind of, you know, long, drawn-out kind of process of thinking that. If For me, it was just like, I don't want to do this shit anymore. I want to find a way to at hopefully at least someday pay the bills with doing mm-hmm. what I like to do. Okay. So it was it was kind of simple as that. That's cool. Yeah. That's awesome, man. It helps, yeah. So you don't have a brewery. I don't own a brewing system. No, you don't have a brewing. Yeah, you don't own a brewing system. Yeah, I still have a Type Twenty Three. Um, just like you are legally a brewery. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And yeah. that's what you have to do for the. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because where I make the beer, the wort, mm-hmm. where I make it, it's nothing's fermented. Yeah. It transfers over to my place where it ferments. So as far as the ABC calls it and the feds, right. it it is a brewery. In okay. Every sense of the way. Yeah. Okay. Um, because I'm just transferring unfermented sugary malty juice whatever you want to call it okay. uh, between the two um so yeah otherwise it is a brewery okay yeah. and that i mean that had to have helped with your uh with your with your overhead i mean because those systems are 250 grand 300 grand right. well depending on the size at depending least yeah. on the size. something like yeah. that yeah. so i was doing so i started off in 30 barrel batches Oh yeah, yeah. You're not getting a 30 wow. barrel brew house exactly. for 250 grand. I know. I'm thinking what is it? minimum uh, half a mil. Oh yeah, minimum. really. Starting is half a mil. Yeah, for for a production 30 barrel system. Exactly. Back in back in my day, tasty. Back in my day. Right? They didn't make 30s. Shit, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, so, um, 15, you were a big deal. <laughs> um, to, yeah, it avoided uh, a lot of overhead. And so essentially, like, it's called, you know, Shady Oak Barrel House, and literally what I have is a barrel house. It is a warehouse full of barrels and uh, some blending tanks and bottling equipment and all sorts of other shit, but not a brewing system. Was it just from a budgetary standpoint that you didn't want a brewing system, or was it, some, was it, a, a, it was, a different way to approach what you wanted to do? It was a combination of both. Um, most of what I wanted to do was sour or um, definitely barrel-aged, uh, things that would take a lot of time. And to me, most of what happens, the, the variations in the beer, happens after it's done in the barrel kind of thing. 
Um, what do you mean, like uh, after you blend you wanna, together, you put it in the bottle, and yeah, then it starts yeah, and doing wanna, its thing? you want to dry hop this batch of, you know, year-and-a-half-old sour. You want to, you know, put apricots in this one, whatever. Um, oh, okay. That all happens after the brewing is done. So, and, you know, in sour brewing, you're going to lose barrels, too. Um, so I wanted to do 30-barrel batches, which essentially fills, you know, if you do the math, roughly 15 uh, wine barrels. And that way I had blending options as well as, you know, in case I lost one and I could do a few different batches with it. So it just kind of made sense that way. Uh, in addition to that, you know, it was one person running the ship and it still is. And, uh, you know, that gets hectic. But um, because of that, I, I can't brew nonstop. I'm not brewing three or four times a week, you know. So I'm brewing mm. bigger batches less frequently. And that's a way that it just worked out for one person to be able to do everything else in a brewery because, believe it or not, the lesson I just learned and I didn't know at the time is at a brewery, you know, you're brewing 10% of the time or 20% of the time. You know, mm-hmm. It's not the majority of what you do mm-hmm. if you own a brewery. So, What are you, what are you doing on, on, on your side? Uh, you know, just hanging out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Playing fucking Pokemon. What is pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a lot of, What's most of your day? Um, most of my day is basically I'm a janitor 90% of the time. It's always cleaning barrels, always checking on barrels. Okay. Uh, I'm always looking, um, going out around to different wineries and checking up on new barrels. Um, I'm cracking the heads of these things, scraping them out, recouping them in a lot of cases. Oh, you're, you're, you're doing all that Some shit in-house. Yeah, Damn. yeah, yeah. Um, unless I think the barrel's good. You know, yeah. to go, Have you gotten uh, a wood-boring beetle I infestation seen, I yet? I haven't seen one yet, but I was at a winery the other day where they said they had them, and I fucking ran. Oh, it's and, so and, Yeah, I was like, nope, things. nope, nope, nope. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I didn't want anything to do with it. Uh, yeah, so no, I That's how winemakers look. To you, uh, I yeah, think exactly. now, right? That's, For oh, the Brett. Brett that Steve. Was actually, yeah, get yeah, the exactly. fuck out of here. Yeah, as they call me Shady Steve. And I thought that was fucking hilarious because it was like, <laughs> oh, that's, that's probably how it comes off to them. So, uh, But no, I haven't seen any yet. Uh, in addition to that, a lot of just cleaning everything else, uh, the paperwork, the accounting, the sales, because, you know, as far as Sonoma County goes, I'm the, I'm the salesperson, too. And... Just, uh, just so many little things in between all of that. That just brewing alone is not something I could be doing full time. Yeah, at least on my own. You know, How long did it take happen. you to open up up there? You're Santa Rosa proper, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. How long is that that process from? Hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to start. I'm going to start the paperwork because um, you know we've heard a lot of horror stories on the brewing side. Yeah. And yeah. I would imagine you're somewhere in between, but I, I, you know, yeah, I don't know. I if would, you have the same license, maybe not. Um, I do have the same license. Uh, it probably took about six months. However, keep in mind that assumes I don't have a tasting room mm-hmm. and I'm not open to the public. Mm. So, you know what I mean? Like, as a one-person show, I couldn't do that. Are those, like, the, the kind of the biggest knot holes in, the, in, in most other places? Because, you know, we hear people a year. Mm-hmm. 18 months. Um, yeah. I, I haven't opened a tasting room yet, so I don't know for sure. But okay. I'm, I'm assuming that has a lot to do with it. I mean, are, are, are you opening a tasting room right now? Oh, we Beardy? just opened up a brew pub down just, in Los Gatos. And yeah. do you have, like, you know, open to the public kind of thing? Yeah, it's a full-service restaurant. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah, I would so imagine that would take some time. It, it was a lot. It took about, well, from when they got the keys, it took about 18 months. Okay. Um Wow. There was a lot. It was it's a really old building, uh-huh. and so it was one of those things you peel a wall off, and you're like, oh shit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's another fifty thousand dollars that I got to throw into right. this wall, yeah. And that also changed the plans for right. how the brewery got laid out and everything else, right. and so so lots of redrawing. I, th- I think for me, like I'd heard so many horror stories like that, yeah, that I wanted to make this as easy as possible. I was scared yeah. shitless of running into something where all of a sudden the city was like, no, we want you to do. 
whatever dumb, ridiculous thing, and we're going to charge you a million dollars for it. I was really afraid of that happening, um, and I, I was starting this as minimal as possible. So now it went fairly quick and fairly smooth and as straightforward as possible, and a lot of that had to do with the fact um, that I didn't have a brewing system. My location, I didn't have to worry about you know the wastewater and right. the discharge and things like that. So Really? Yeah. Even though you're fermenting there, which I would imagine is a lot of... Totally. Yeah? And it absolutely is, but I just uh, I, I put most of my waste in IBCs, Things like that, and just put it up on the side. And what are the the industrial bulk containers? Um, okay, like plastic. The yeah, plastic people use deals. them to transfer. Oh, okay, um, wort and, and people age wine in them and all sorts of stuff. Okay, um, I know a guy in the city who ferments meat in them. Um, but they just they look at that and they said it's fine. Um, one of the things I did was I made sure to time it out. There's this uh, economic Sonoma County economic development report, and it comes out about a month or two after Pliny the Younger releases, where it's just all glittery numbers for the city and right. the county. So I yeah. timed out when I went to go and submit to the city right after that happened. So they all they all thought, you know, we're going to make a bunch of money for really? that. Really? Like so I, like, I seriously took that into consideration when the report was coming out and, and as when to go and submit and apply for it. And be like, hey, look, this is yeah. this is what yeah. I'm, I'm totally. contributing <laughs> totally. to? Yeah, that I want to do another one of yeah. these. Exactly. Fucking Shady Steve, dude. Shady Steve, yeah, man. God. Yeah. Yeah, is uh, that where the shady oak comes from? Super no, shady. Steve. Shady Steve it came. Should be. It is now. <laughs> shit, right? we're, we're changing your history. <laughs> Great. Now, shady Steve came from. Uh, uh, I think it was the, the head sales guy for One Hundred One North Brewing, who, for whatever reason, always called me Shady Steve. So, yeah. <laughs> for whatever reason, whatever. Yeah. we're not sure. We don't know yet. He's yeah. not around we're, anymore, we're, yeah. so we can't. Yeah, I haven't seen that guy in a long time. In yeah. fact, ever since he said that, but you know. It caught on. Yeah, he yeah. and I went on delivery, and I came back. I, yeah, don't, know. I, don't, I don't know, know where he went. Guy. Yeah, poor guy. So when did you officially open? Um, well, I, I mean, I guess there's a place that doesn't have a tap room. Well, are um, you open? I'm, I am open, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You saw your first case of product. Yeah, my first case was probably uh, early December of 2014. And how long did it take to make okay. that, uh, that product? That batch, that one was one of the quicker turnaround batches, so that was probably three, four months. Okay, cool. Something yeah. like that. That was a uh, beer that was bottle-conditioned with uh, Britannomyces. Yes. So, yeah, following the Orval thing there. Okay. Um, but, but a lot of what I do is sour brewing, so I was brewing for probably six months before I brewed anything else to serve quicker. Um, so I was brewing, I think my first brew date was the 4th of July in 2014. And I remember that night. Yeah, I didn't sleep. And just because uh, the system I used to work on was a 15-barrel batch, and I do 30s. So I would do back-to-back uh, mm-hmm. batches. But when you add into the into that that I also had to go to my place, load the grain, clean the stuff, go there, come back, unload it, clean the IBCs, come back again. What the hell's wrong with you? A lot of things. Um, it was basically a 48-hour workday. Kind of thing. So, somebody had been tempted to just do a 15, 15 barrel. Yeah, and so I, I now do some 15 barrel batches. Um, but for the bigger ones, especially ones where I want blending opportunities, I still stick with 30s. And you're still making the same wort, essentially the same sort of wort, a Belgian pale, whatever this is? Um, ish. I mean, everything's everything's a little different. Um, oh, really? Yeah, every, every different batch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I do this in kind of a series. So, like, the uh, Funkatronic that you guys are drinking on right there, that was the first one in the batch of what's on tap right now. Okay. Yeah. So First one meaning? Uh, the first like, one in, like, a series. Like, it's it's the same base beer. It's mm-hmm. just I use a different hop in it. Oh, okay. And just one single hop varietal. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. And dry hop. 
Um, uh, or Whirlpool, do you dry Whirlpool, Whirlpool and okay. dry hop. Okay. So a little bit of both. So, so the series is multiple batches. It's not one batch that you split. Yeah, it, again, it depends on the beer. Um, with the bigger releases, yeah, it'll be one one batch that is multiple different batches that okay. create that, as it is with the Funkatronic there. But some of them are batches that I split up little bits here and there. Okay. Yeah. So. Do you make a dark beer, too, or just this one? Uh, there's a dark beer that uh, okay. hopefully we'll be tasting soon um, that should be coming out. That was a crazy experiment, so I guess we can talk more about that when it comes out. Excellent. But yeah, that was a super fun beer. So how do we like Funkatronic, guys? It's really good. I dig yeah. it. light, grapes. I- Refreshing. I got the uh, pineapple character that you get from Brett sometimes. Mm-hmm. Pretty strong. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. It made me wonder nice. if it was from the hops, but then I saw the label said Nelson Sauvin. So right. Probably not from the hops. Right. Yeah. Um, God, I love Nelson. It's so much fun to play with, but it's so hard to get. Um, yeah, it's funny tasting this beer now uh, after sitting in a bottle for damn near two years. You know what I mean? Like I always planned, you know, everything I made, I want, I expect it to age. And that was something I expected more people to do, but I found out, you know, it disappears a lot quicker. So, you know, I only have a case or so left at the brewery. <laughs> and I, I think it tastes fucking amazing right now. I'm loving how it's going. Um, but a lot of it, you know, Funkatronic and, and the kind of the Funk Hero series of beers, um, which so far includes there's one called Groovalistic, there's one called Stonomatic, uh, and there's two more that have yet to come out. Um, it's it's essentially a wit beer. It's a wit beer base. It's a lot of um, unmalted barley and unmalted wheat. Um, pretty simple recipe, very grainy recipe. And then, does that make sense, very grainy? Sure. Sure, okay, right now. Yeah, there's yeah. grain in it, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Some beers. Are We're right. all idiots here. Everything makes sense. Okay, perfect. Does, yeah. um, and then I basically just hop it, mainly a big Whirlpool edition and two different uh, dry hop editions, let it go with a wit yeast, and then uh, bottle condition it with a, with a Brett Brooks. And just okay. let it age. And so when you get it um, fresher, you know, there's a little bit of funk coming in. But there's something about the interplay between um, Brett and dry hopping that I just I just, I just, just love. I love what it does. Um, you know, it's kind of that, um, I don't know, anti-oxidative yeast somewhat, you know, and kind of helps keep these certain aromas going around in the bottle. And I love what that does. So using pellets or, or flowers or uh, how do you all pellets, all pellets. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's easier to find, you know what I mean? Obviously easier to use, especially with Nelson. Okay. You know, I don't know if it's, like I don't know if it's the, the, the Brett or what, but um, to me, it, it, there's more of an earthy quality mm-hmm. to it that I would assume would be flowers. You know, you taste like a Sierra Nevada beer. That, mm-hmm. Like you go to the the brewery, and it's like the the fresh dry hop Sierra Nevada Pale Ale or whatever. Right. And you kind of get that earthy quality. Maybe it's the 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 yeast, the wit yeast, right? With that Brett, right. with the 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 flavor of the hops. But I, I tend to think it's the combination of the wit yeast with the with the Brux. It seems like a like a, I, like a deeper yeah. hop flavor, um, which is which is very good. I, I purposely stress out the wit yeast a little bit to throw a little bits of like kind of sulfur. Kind of things, and then yeah. I throw in all the all the Brett yeast to kind of it cleans it up, and I I think it ends up with a very earthy kind of thing, but also this kind of bright tropical. I, I don't even know what just this bright tropical thing that happens at the same time that did, I'm, did I'm a you, fan of. Did you know what you were doing when you first started doing like like for this beer? Did you, <laughs> Two years you're ago, like, this is how it's going to be. I don't know. What I I'm think doing I know now. what I'm doing. I have no idea what I'm doing now. No, um, every every one of the beers I've I've ever made on a large scale, I have made a home batch for okay. already. Right. And so, like one of the uh, so as an example, um, the Funkatronic, I, I made that probably two or three years before that as a just kind of a test batch 
And when I bottled it all, I remember, you know, drinking most of it pretty quickly. But then one of them I decided to just leave out in the garage and forget about. Hot, cold, whatever. I don't give a shit. Just let it swing just to kind of see what would happen. And I cracked it after probably a year or so sitting in my garage. And at the time I used a Galaxy for that one. And all I could smell was Galaxy hops. And I couldn't believe how strong that was after sitting there aging in heat for that long. And that was kind of like... All right, this is something I really like. This is something to do. Yeah, you think that would drop out under those conditions? You would think at least, so. At least get consumed. Yeah, and and it definitely does, but not as much as you would think. You know, for the, a two-year-old uh, beer. Yeah, well, maybe the bread's the secret ingredient here. You know, the one that uh, yeah, I keeps mean, the hop, I, locks the hop flavor in and doesn't I, let it go. I, I wish I knew the exact answer, but I do not. But yeah, I kind of yeah. you know seem to think the same thing. Well, I mean, so. hop oils bind to yeast cells. Why wouldn't they bind to bread? Cell walls. Exactly. So there might be some oil stuck on the bread. Exactly. That's not settling out. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Fuck, you guys are smart. That's the logic. (laughs) Sometimes I know a thing or two. Yeah. Sometimes you guess at a thing or two. That's mostly true. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so I just cracked open the Alpha Cure. Ooh, fun. What the hell is this? Uh, well, the description right is is on there, which is a, a fun thing to read. But <laughs> yeah, Alpha yeah, Cure yeah, is you could just read it. So yeah, well, that's just true. Read it. Um, <laughs> all right, hold on. Let me read this. Okay, please do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Got uh, it. Oh, yeah. uh, Alpha yeah. Cure is kind Thanks of. Thanks for coming, uh, Steve. Thanks. Yeah. Well, I'll see you guys later. Uh, Alpha Cure was uh, kind of designed it after like the my perfect hangover cure. Hence the name right there. Okay. Um, it's it's meant to be. My design of it was. I wanted a farm, a, a farmhouse, but I kind of describe it often as a sour light, spelling it L-I-T-E, kind of light, where okay. there's a little bit of tartness, um, a little bit of barrel character, a little bit of that kind of bread slash wine fruit kind of character, but none of it over the top is what I was shooting for with it. And so, and it's also lower ABV. I think that's five three something like that. Um, so that's what Alpha Cure was designed as from the beginning. Five three, yeah, look at that. So that spent about seven months aging in Chardonnay barrels, something like that, with a couple of different strains of Brett and a lactic culture um, that I, I, you know, I, I really lucked out or not lucked out, but I was really trying to design it to not take over and get really acidic. I just wanted a little bit of tartness. I didn't want it, you know, over the top kind of sour. I think you and, nailed it on that. Thank you. Yeah, I think Good I did too. I, I like where it's at, <clears throat> you know. So yeah, it's, uh, yeah. That's you know, uh, f- tart. Forgive the the, the 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 descriptor, but it's very juicy. Okay, it's very juice like. Goddamn, I know, right? You can't right. get away from juicy. it. Juicy, not like an IPA though. Not yeah. like an IPA. Very different yeah. than a juicy right. IPA. It's a clear juice. Yeah, it's a clear juice. I can see right. through it. <laughs> but oh, it's yeah. it's it's very fruity, very rounded mm-hmm. fruity too. I know you know some beers you can you can have that are kind of lower on the scale and you know have all this stuff and it can be kind of one or two dimensional. But this is right. very. This has a lot to it. It has a lot of layers. Thank you. Thank you. That's kind of what I was working at. I, I wanted a lot of complexity, but yeah. in a, kind of an easier-to-drink package. This is for you, Tasty. Uh, this beer is made to f- uh, make your face feel better and enjoy the silliness and absurdity that Look surrounds better. us. Pairs well with a midday break from the world, street tacos, and a little blue dream. Mm, street so. tacos. Do you get the Blue Dream reference? There you oh, go. I get that. Okay, good. Yeah. Snuck that by the feds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's right. That's got a UPC. Yeah. I didn't know. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I got tired of reading by then. Oh, okay. But they don't you. listen to the show, so it's fine. Okay, perfect. Yeah, you'll We're good. Right. I don't yeah. know. I just 
Whatever. I, they pissed me off after the IPA thing for Funkatronic. That I decided I was going to try to dude. sneak things past them. Well, yeah. there's another joke to Alpha Cure. It also kind of sounds like all fuck your. So that was another thing I was trying to sneak past. You know. <laughs> so wasn't there wasn't there a brewery that that called the beer the uh, Sofa King? Probably. I hope so. Oh, God, I yeah. hope so. I hope, I hope so, too. So. Yeah, I want to look great. it up now. Yeah, that would be should. amazing, too. I would like to know this. So yeah. what, what, have you, what have you tried to throw by them that, that that's, has gotten caught? That's the majority of it. The uh, wait times for label approvals have gotten so long that I can't really fuck around oh. like that anymore. <laughs> you don't want to wait. Yeah, exactly. You know, I do it a few months before because it's, you know, barrel age. I have that option yeah. as compared to, you know, burning out hoppy things or whatever. But... Still, I just I don't like waiting around on it anymore. So, yeah. I was that was so far that's the most I've thrown at them. But <laughs> now, this beer has a lot, of, a lot of flavor, a lot of body still left in it. Is, you feel like it's going to change over time? Uh, um, more than say another beer that's that's uh, I don't know, not as not as rich as this one. I I do feel yes, it will change over time. Um, there's a lot. There's God, we have Brett Perux. I'm trying to just remember everything, all the cultures in there. Uh, there's at least two or three strains of Brett in there, and it was fermented with uh, essentially a you know a straight Belgian farmhouse yeast, um, as well as a lactic strain. It will change over time. I'm, I'm more than sure it will. I did use a lot of oats in this one because I did want some body in there. So there's some oats and rye in there to kind of keep that in there. But there's no f- fruit addition? Nope. Yeah, like why, does it, why does it taste like there's fruit in here? You're a fruity guy. I don't have to tell you. I am. Yeah, such a fruit. To tell you. Yeah, is it no is fruit. it just the straight Chardonnay? Straight Chardonnay. Really? Yep. I really like the Chardonnay barrel character in it. Thank you. I'm. I wouldn't have. I, honestly, I wouldn't have guessed that that is a Chardonnay barrel. Oh, yeah. really? I wouldn't have. I would have thought that I, you there. There was some sort of juice in there. Maybe like a uh, like a sweet cherry or. Well, I think some of the ester, the fruity esters, are from the Chardonnay. Yeah, yeah. That's, but, yeah. That's but they know how it yeah. reminds me of that and other yeah. esters. And then they tack that with the, with right. the tart yeah, like it, it, it's mm-hmm. not it, that equates to fruit, right? I mean, right, yeah. Right. I mean, but you know what I mean. You guys have Esther. had, you guys have all had wine, wine, a, wine sure. barrel aged, yeah, they, sour beers, oh, sure, yeah. And it's like, oh, that smells like kind of oxidized wine or whatever. Mm-hmm. This doesn't doesn't have that, so yeah. it's it's it seems very uh, deliberate, like it's a it's an actual ingredient that you put in. But I mean, I right. guess you did. It's I mean, in the barrel, right? Yeah, I did with the yeah. jarred barrel. Um, some of them were pretty freshly emptied when I got them. And I was trying to make sure and save and time it all out for that. Because I wanted a little bit of that Chard grape character. Not the Chardonnay mm-hmm. wine character, but the uh-huh. grape kind mm-hmm. of idea. And and that's what I hope and think you're uh, getting as far as fruit goes. I think so, yeah. yeah. When you get barrels that you have to refurb or recoup yourself, mm-hmm. um, what kind of, I don't know, loss in, in, in flavor, I guess, do you get from that? Do you, do you, do you get... You see what I'm saying? Like, is it, oh, just pretty much just oak coming through, not a lot of that wine character is going to be showing through the, the mm-hmm. in, into the beer? Or does it not really not, matter? Um, I mean, for the most part, it's it's hard to tell with oak. I mean, some of it I get and I crack the head, and there's just so much wine stone and crap in there that I just sit there scraping it off. And, I'm you know, you'll be exposing new oak um, that in, inside the barrel, so when you put whatever you put in there, it's going to, you know, get more of it. But at the same time, I, you know, I'm after more neutral oak. Sometimes I want really specific oak character, mm-hmm. um, but I don't like too much oak in my beer either. You know what I mean? So it's I always kind of have to play this kind of fine line between the two of, you know, just scraping off the just the wine stone, but not anything else, sort of thing. I don't know if that answers your question at all. Yeah. Be- so in, okay. in 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 a barrel, and maybe some folks don't. I don't mm-hmm. know. There's well, char. 
depends mm-hmm. on what kind of uh, what kind of barrel. So you're 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 careful to not scrape off yeah. any of that stuff, yeah, because that has the character of the wine, and that's essentially what you're it, right, what right. you're trying to but, get but to you bring also to the want, beer. You know, as neutral. Well, not you don't want as neutral as possible, but um, I, I think some people do want more neutral. I think some people do want more oak. I kind of try to play a middle ground between the two. So. Um, one of the barrels I was working on recently was a bunch of uh, spirit barrels, mm-hmm. and um, there's these these barrels are now full. But I had these uh, uh, what are they spirit works uh, gin that they put into these brand new Kentucky oak barrels for three months, emptied and then gave to me, and I filled them right away. And I like kind of looked in there and was like, I don't want to touch this thing. This thing looks beautiful. The really? jar in there is just gorgeous right now. Wow. So I'd be afraid to hammer too much of it, and and that's kind of. When I'm cleaning out the barrels and scraping them like I do, I'm like I'm really careful to get some, but I don't want to take all of it off there. I don't want to expose essentially brand new, untouched, uncharred oak. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's kind okay. of this you know, this waiting game. So even when there's no wine stone, which is what just uh, the, the acid the crystals and shit in there, just like the uh, calcium carbonate, just the, the okay. stuff that drops out of wine. Just the crap, right? Essentially. I mean it's wine. So, yeah. yeah. Even with the spirits, yeah. when there's there, there is none of that, right? That's a dumb question. Probably, I mean, not but. that I've seen yeah. yet. I mean, so, I can't. I haven't worked with spirit barrels that much. Okay. But. So when you're refurbing a spirit barrel, mm-hmm. there's not. You, you're still scraping some of that away to expose um, some of the oak. The last few spirit barrels I got, I uh, looked at with a flashlight, and it looked good. So I said, "Let's you're go good. for it." Well, it was recently emptied, and I really wanted to capture that gin kind all of right. character. So I didn't want to open it up and do all of that. Um, so, but it looked fine. It looked gorgeous, and the gin was only in there for three months. You know how many I mean? hmm. how many barrels did you take apart before getting one put back together and actually held? <laughs> yeah, right. Liquid. <laughs> yeah, oh, you could swell nightmare. back up. Yeah. yeah, that was that was a nightmare. Um, so uh, the first barrels I started doing that with were punchins, and it was it was more that because my budget was so low, there was essentially deals that I couldn't turn down. Mm-hmm. Leaking <laughs> punchins, so, right? What's that? Leaking punchins. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> right. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. I bought. That's right. shit. Yeah. yeah, I bought essentially six or eight leaking punchins <laughs> for mm-hmm. a very, very good price, like fifteen bucks a pop. And you thought, hey, I could, I could fix these. Yeah, did you know they were leaking? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, okay. there was no way they they couldn't be. But I was convinced I could uh, fix them. So I, I remember talking on different forums and other brewers and stuff. They're like, yo, no, no, you, you can you can get it going. No problem. Don't worry about it. Like, All right, I'll trust you. <laughs> you Sucker. can do it. I wouldn't yeah. do it. Yeah, exactly. But you can do it. Exactly. The lesson I learned, and, and I did, I, <laughs> yeah, and I did get some of them to hold. Um, nice. I think out of the eight, I think uh, I, I sold two of them, so I got the other six to hold, mm-hmm. um, and it worked. But it was a fuck pot of work, and it's it's not something I want to do again. But if it comes up, I will. Did you find another brewer and said, "Hey, you could seal these two"? Yeah, I fucking believe, I believe in you, bro. <laughs> I thought about it. I thought about it. Yeah. Fuck, man. <laughs> So much goddamn work. I couldn't imagine working on a fooder or something like that. Oh, you know? no thanks. Yeah, a lot of the wineries in Napa County, they're getting rid of these oak fooders right now. And mm. I've gone out and looked at several of these, and you see, like, inch gaps. Whoa. And everyone, wow. you don't need a flashlight to look in these fucking things. And I've written um, or I've emailed other, other brewers about it. And they're like, oh, no, you can get it to seal up, no problem. It's like... All right. Well, maybe I'll leave it for you then, because it's just like right. inch gaps, man. That's fucking. Well, nuts. you you oh. can, 
<laughs> but is it worth the yeah, reward? Well, exactly, and that's what yeah. I wonder. And as somebody who has never sealed up a sixty-year-old French fooder before, sorry, I haven't you know checked that off the bucket list. Yes, like I don't, I have no idea. So I'm just kind of lost. It's, it's like I, I'll, I'll let you deal with that. That's, that sounds crazy, yeah. dude. You know if, yeah. Uh, yeah, forget if, about it. If Cooper ever got, they bought a couple of them. Did they, did yeah, they ever get him got, to seal? Tyler got. Um, who's were they? Were they Moonlights? Uh, oh yeah, I think you were. They Moonlights. were Bryan's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess he got his. I actually haven't been to the back of the house of Tyler's I, place in a couple of weeks, so yeah. I don't know. I'll have to ask him next time yeah. I'm up there. Be curious. Huh. Yeah. yeah, his place is, he's probably the closest brewery to my barrel house. Nice. Yeah, I could stumble over there. Are you having Wart, Wart made the same place? or Wait, What's that? Are you having Wart made the same place? Uh, he gets it made down at Plow Brewing Company. Plow, yeah. yeah, and so I was at 101 North oh. and kind of switching to uh, the guys at Hen House right now. Hen House, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great system, good yeah. people. So I'm very happy about that. Cool. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's take a break real fast. I like it. Uh, go to the bathroom, get a little bit of water maybe. Who knows? And then we'll be back with uh, Steve from Shady Oak Barrel House right here on the session. Everyone, hang tight. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Know the three most important rules in brewing? Sanitation, sanitation, and sanitation. And no one does it better than Five Star Chemicals. Five Star knows sanitation. You can only sanitize clean equipment. And Five Star knows how to clean, too. For craft brewers and home brewers, Five Star has what you need to keep your fermenters, serving tanks, kegs and draft lines sparkling and free of any beer-spoiling bacteria. PBW, caustic, acid cleaners, star sand, sanitation, clean lubricants and defoamers ph stabilizers and more five star chemicals has cleaning supplies safety supplies heat exchangers pumps hoses and valves and five star is proud to offer eco-friendly products that exceed customer expectations if you have a cleaning problem you need the five star solution visit fivestarchemicals.com or call 800-782-7019 800-782-7019 and get the five star treatment today if you haven't heard there's a completely new brand of brewing equipment kettles burners and accessories trustworthy everyday gear that helps you forge and shape outstanding beer the way you want it's called anvil brewing equipment hi i'm john palmer you may remember me from such self-help books as how to brew brewing classic styles water and the brew strong podcast i am very pleased to announce the debut of anvil brewing equipment from blickman engineering i have been working closely with them these past few years to develop products that combine the best of materials features and price point each of these products has been developed tested and reviewed to meet these ideals and bears the palmer brewing solution stamp of approval on the packaging Anvil Brewing Equipment, inspired by Palmer, built by Blickman, and made for you. Check out anvilbrewing.com. Anvil. Durable. Reliable. Dependable. That's it. I've had it. I am never putting hops in my beer again. What? Why? It's just too ridiculous. Insane prices, stupid contracts, high shipping costs, crappy selection. Dude, you need Nico Brew. 
Nico Brew will rock your f***ing face right the f*** off your f***ing skull. $5 shipping to all 50 states, plus fantastic international rates get you low prices on Nico Brew's great selection of hops and more. Whether you're a home brewer, a pro brewer, or a home brew shop owner, Nico Brew can get you the hops you need in increments big and small, single orders, spot buys, or full contracts. And there's only one place to join the Uber Special Secret Elite Bare Bones Club where you'll get the best deals anywhere. Holy f***ing shit! NicoBrew.com N-I-K-O-B-R-E-W NicoBrew, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. If you work in retail sales, the restaurant industry, or are a new craft beer enthusiast, or you know someone who is, you have got to check out Beer 101. Beer 101 is an online course created for anyone wanting a quick introduction to the vast world of craft beer. Beer 101 covers the history of beer, brewing ingredients and processes, vital stats like ABV, SRM, IBU and gravity, styles, tasting, glassware, and pairing beer with food. The Beer 101 course is offered by the Brewers Association at craftbeer.com, also home to the truly awesome Beer Style Finder, a visual guide to every beer style. Quickly play with color, bitterness, and alcohol content to interactively explore the entire world of beer styles with a gorgeously designed interface to your favorite beverage. The new Beer 101 course and new Beer Style Finder are only available at craftbeer.com. Craftbeer.com, celebrating the best of American beer. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and the freshest ingredients, backed by the best customer service in the business. Do you like to mash using efficient fly sparging, but would like an easy way to heat your strike and sparge water? Enter the new Brewer's Edge Electric Mash Water Heater, a plug-in, anywhere, precisely controlled heater for strike and sparge water. Ditch the fumes and second burner and make mashing easy. Go to williamsbrewing.com today and browse their vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific time weekdays ship the same day. Brewing is easy the Williams way. Everybody, forgive the longest intro in the entire universe. That's the, that's, that's the boredom police coming for your whatever. Anyway, it's the session, everyone. We're hanging out with Steve here at uh, or at the the hop grenade or whatever. But Steve is from Shady Oak Barrel House in Santa Rosa. But before we get back to him, let's talk about something Warren is passionate about: making kombucha. If you guys are interested in making kombucha and turning it into a business or just need a refresher on best practices, join White Labs for a two-day course taught in collaboration with Mana Nova. Instruction will cover the science and processes behind kombucha from microbiology, fermentation, formulation, scaling up, and choosing the right equipment to dealing with common issues. Register at yeastman.com before September 22nd and save 50 bucks. 
That's a pretty good deal, man. For more information, visit whitelabs.com slash education. I tried to make kombucha a couple times for Taryn. Uh, it came out pretty good, I think. I, I loved the day good. that I got to she lived. Uh, burst some crunchy hippie people's bubble yeah. when I told them that they were getting their kids drunk in public at the park. <laughs> Feeding, like Wait, they were what? giving them kombucha. <laughs> really? I was like, you know, that's alcoholic, right? Like, no, it's all natural, and it's this fungus mother that <laughs> makes all these nutrients. I was like, it's okay. not a fungus either. Yeah. All natural. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, okay, you know what fermentation does, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what beer is fermented? Just yeah. All right. Like, and then just like the. The, the the weed cloud was clearing from their head. <laughs> they realized what they were doing, and they're like, "Oh no!" But you said the word "all natural." Yeah, that made, that yeah, made my day. Yeah, it. it's all natural. Yeah, it's it's, it's all like natural. Anthrax. Yeah, so that that's my favorite moment in kombucha. <laughs> Born's favorite personal ruining, kombucha story. Yeah. Ruining hippies' day. <laughs> all hippies. Yeah, I like that. Uh, okay, so we have Sonoma Tastic. Oh, okay. In our glass here, yeah, and the, the uh, you did, yeah. So that That's, should be it. This is the off cure still, I think. No, it should be. Well, that's still the off cure. What? Are you? Sorry, well, here. Let's. Fuck is wrong with you? There's a lot. Did you pour me the same beer twice? Well, my producer isn't producing, so. Hmm. Thank you, sir. No oh, wait, that's me. Uh, so reading the bottle, and I learned a lesson from last segment. I should just read the bottle. Read the this bottle. is a rustic farmhouse ale with Britannomycin. <laughs> Shocker. Yeah, yeah right. right, right. Uh, what is this thing, man? <laughs> Rustic farmhouse rustic ale. Farm- with What's a rustic farmhouse <laughs> ale, Steve? Um, this one I kind of... Uh, I wanted something with a little more octane, a little more alcohol to it. And I wanted to use a blend of kind of different unmalted kind of adjuncts and different grains. So there's there's oats, there's rye, there's spelt in there. I've used a little bit of everything. Okay. Um, and then I, I kind of... So for this one, I, I think I used some aged hops as well. Uh, kind of some older stuff. I, I really didn't want any hop character to it. Uh, no lacto that I put in there. Um, but then, oh God, what was it? I'm trying to think of the uh, fermentation schedule that really. So I used a, so for this one, I used a blend of of something that was basically French saison as well as Bel- Belgian saison strain, like about you know, you know, fifty fifty. That's what mm-hmm. I pitched into there. Um, what do you, what were we trying to get from each of those? Anything? Did you have specifics in mind? You know, with with the French strain, I really like the attenuation to it. But mm-hmm. I'm kind of, you know, over the last few years, I've kind of stopped liking uh, some of the phenolics that it can put out as much. You know, and so I kind of thought a blend would would help calm that down. I mean, in addition to barrel aging with some with some stuff, I thought would kind of get after that mm-hmm. uh so yeah it, it fermented with that and then immediately went to uh all punch and barrels uh the ones i was referring to earlier uh those exact punch and barrels uh with a blend of god how many strains of brett so there was a few different strains of brett and then there was also a wild strain of brett that i had found out by in a vineyard years ago that i'd been using in my house um in my kitchen lab for years and years and years um, and I just I thought it worked. I, I really liked it. I really liked what it could do. So you I, found I a Brett. You found a Brett strain. I found I found a strain. He's so, just walking by. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah look at that. There's a yeah. fiver in the gutter, and I was yeah. like, oh, look, a Brett strain. Shady Can't Steve over here. Shady, Shady Steve, dude. Hand handling for Brett strains. Yeah. I quote, found <laughs> yeah. it. Giving you a Brett handy. Ground fine. Yeah, pretty much. That'd be no, a brandy. It was, um, ooh, a brandy. I like that. That's, yeah, that's a good. brandy. Brandy. Yeah, even better. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no. Um, what I used to do 
is I would fill up, uh, I would brew something and fill up a bunch of one gallon fermenters, and I would go and put them random places with cheesecloth over, over them, basically. What do you mean, like just hidden, <laughs> hidden throughout your neighborhood or no, like well, in the house? Sometimes, I mean, really? I, not not neighborhood, but like I put yeah. one, like I put one in my backyard just to see what it could do, and then okay. I put one, you know, down by a creek or down by where. You know, there was a walnut orchard or something a mile away, and one of these okay. was one that was over uh, by a vineyard, and and I put two or three out there, and none of them took except for one. Uh, this is God, this is fucking years ago. I was still a homebrew at the time, like maybe 10 years ago maybe, but I really liked what this strain did, and I really liked how it worked, and I never, I never plated it. I never went out of my way to identify it. I just liked what it did, and I kept favoring it and using it in different, like, kind of my house culture uh, just my, just for homebrewing at home, it just kind of kept coming back, and I kept using it more and more. And I don't know, there's something I've I've really liked about it. There's to me, I get this kind of a almost eucalyptusy kind of smell out of okay. it. Okay, um, and it actually hmm. was next to a eucalyptus grove too, so it makes me think there's something in there something that involved. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How crazy. Is this one. I heard a few at once. Oh. But. How old is this? Um, I was just calling him crazy. Yeah, definitely oh, answer his in, question in, first. In the bear or in the bottle, it's probably been about eight months in the bottle now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then before that, uh, probably another eight in the punchins. Okay. Something like that. Before that, it was younger. Before, before oh, yeah. <laughs> before that, it was. And then what about before it was younger? It, it was a little too young. For oh, okay. too young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> You gotta keep well, the timelines can intact. I see that. Ish. I mean, I, I don't know. I, my timelines are. So how does this? How does this uh, strain perform compared to like pure strains in terms of like? What do you mean? The, time to time to do its job. As far as the breadth strain specifically, yeah, the, the strain that when you you found. The one you found versus like a grown-up yeah, culture sure from a thing. Uh, right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, right. Good right. question. Um, well, you know, the first few times I used it, it was in a completely. You know, it, it was just that. There wasn't any other strain performing in there. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, one of the few that was alcohol tolerant and was very attenuative. Um, so, it's uh, you know, it surprised me. And yet, as far as the um, characteristics go, they were, I mean, it was it was definitely wild, but it wasn't all over the place. It just, just from me smelling it, it didn't taste like it was super wild. Um, but there was still something, I, I felt there were a lot of subtleties that I really liked about it. And so what I started doing was throwing it into basically my house kind of saison culture Blend. that I was yeah that I would kind of use over and over again uh-huh. sort of thing, um, you know it just I I I was I tried using it on its own a few times, it did the trick but it was really slow and I I don't know I just felt uncomfortable with it so, so it, no matter how much it's I was always doing, with something else yeah exactly I've never done it solo besides the capturing time cool. of it it's all I've always done it with a few other things so when you create like the mixed culture you said you had put some of this into a mixed culture that you were like mm-hmm. a, that you use over and over again mm-hmm. does that mean you you take those same cultures and blend them the same way or you just take a sample of the cult- ending the resulting culture and then play it and pay it forward um kind of depends on the strain like uh, a lot of my sour cultures are ones that some of them are ones that i started a sour beer you know years and years ago mm-hmm. uh homebrewing and i liked some things so i kept it going and then i split it into two smaller batches and i liked one and didn't like the other so i got rid of it and then i'd put the dregs of beatification in one or whatever um, and just over time, just I guess my natural selection has kind of chosen one kind of culture over sure. another throughout some time, and those are the ones I've kind of stuck with. So, so it never, 
it, it never it changes every time you use it. I would assume, like probably, right? I mean, yeah. Unless you cut it, you, unless you take a sample and store that, right? Then you always go back to that and kind of take right. it off from there, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. What is the the the, the flavor swing? If, if that's even something you can even answer. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, it, um, like Tasty's saying, it, it can change every time. Right. And, and, you know, I've read some stuff where you've said that, too. You're like, I don't really, I can't yeah. tell you what it's going to be like when it's finished. Yeah. It, it, is, it, is that window kind of wide or that doorway kind of wide for it to shift in between? Or is it yeah. relatively yeah. narrow? Um, I think it is a pretty wide window. Um, I get... I get ideas. There's there's cultures I've tried in barrels, you know. So once in a while, like I do uh, these thirty barrel batches, and I'll fill up, you know, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen wine barrels, whatever it is, and I'll try, you know, a culture that I know is tried and true for the majority of them, and then one of them I'll put a slightly different tweaked culture in, okay. something like that, to see what will what will happen. Sometimes it's great. I've also dumped barrels too. You know, so it's it's kind of both. So or blend it back in, if, or blend it back in, depending on how it was. I mean, if, if it was decent, then sure. You know, mm-hmm. um, iffy. Um, I'm pretty picky about my blends. No, but it works. It works. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Otherwise, you dump it. Exactly. Um, so I've, I've just kind of gotten to the point where it's I'm I've always trying a different culture, a different mixed in one barrel or two barrels, or maybe I'll have you know two different ones just to try out. And so a lot of it has been. Um, what I like and what has worked time and time again, mm-hmm. you know, in succession. And so I'll stick with it. Whereas other ones, you know, when, when I get bad barrels, I, I dump the barrels, you know. Gotcha. Yeah. Are you gunning for <clears throat> sort of consistency in between, uh, you know, the, the, the labels like, like the Sonomatastic? When you mm-hmm. do this again, are you going to try to get to where it is now or are you going to let it be its own? Its own kind of deal. Yeah, that's that's a good question because you know right now I'm sitting on. Yeah, you're very welcome. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, well, right now I'm sitting on you know round two of Sonomatastic and Alpha Cure um, because I love those beers so much. Sitting uh, on meaning they, you haven't released them yet; they're still hanging out. Yeah, they're, they're in barrel right okay. now. Okay, they're all, right. all in, in on oak right now, and and the Sonomatastic tastes exactly the same right now. Hmm. Um, and the Alpha Cure is it's a little different, but not. I mean, I don't know. How is it different? It's hard to describe. It's a little less tart so far. So okay. I'm kind of like, well, maybe I'll just give it a, a you know a little more time in the barrel sort of thing. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm not necessarily shooting for the exact same beer every single time. Um, the Funkatronic, for example, I did just uh, get all the hops and everything for, so I will make that again. And well, IPAs can be different, so... That's true. They can be juicy. They can be cloudy. Fucking right. like IPAs. I still right. can't believe it. I can't get over that. This I cannot is, get over yeah, that they made your car an IPA. Yeah, I was. I can't get over that. I know. I couldn't either. I was pissed about it happening, and I didn't want to put <laughs> IPA on the fucking label. Yeah, I basically had to. Yeah. I was like, fuck you guys. Now yeah. you should just put it on everyone and see what it takes to get them to say, hey, could you take IPA off the label? <laughs> yeah. That thought has come to my mind because it's just like. How many hops? Stop, here four yeah <laughs> what's to stop anybody from putting ipa on right. any other beer from here on out yeah. forever this is right. a berliner you know ipa I mean? vice yeah, right exactly yeah. like what is to stop it's three that? Like, nothing like are, are so they are they actually ridiculous. looking at the style guidelines for example and go oh this might be too dark not. right yeah so you right. could literally this is my ipa I mean. robust and, porter but that's that's well. that's how it works that's how the feds work yeah. wow and it's yeah it's fucking ridiculous they were okay with black ipa so well, clearly. it's true. Yeah. It's you true. have to make sure you also write out Black India Pale Ale oh, right. and Black IPA. You know oh, what I mean? Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, ugh, I don't know. It drives me crazy. You would think, in, especially in California, I mean, we have a ton of breweries here. Right. 
You would think that you just kind of you can do whatever you want. Well, it's done on the federal level, though. Oh well, I guess you're right. Yeah. I guess still, you're right. I, I mean, guess. he might be ass. I, I might know what he's talking most about. likely not. So yeah, <laughs> just keep that in mind. I like this beer, man. I like it All a lot. Your beers have been great. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. It's been a lot of fun. I dig your labels, too. This one has a, uh, yeah. basically a barrel looks like exploding. So the uh, so what I try to do for most of my labels, and it's cool. tragically, I have two of those bottles don't have labels on them, but I'm trying to get uh, different artists for different series mm-hmm. of them. So the uh, the Funkatronic, for example, uh, the same artist did the Stonomatic label, which we had on tap earlier. There was another bottle okay. um, that was released a while ago, Groovalistic, I think it was called, um, that had the same artist. Uh, the Alpha Cure was a great example. That was Nick Fulmer, who did um, uh, Faction. Oh, yeah, that's right. Society. Oh, um, yeah, nice. He's done a million things. He's done everything. Yeah. Kid's fucking amazing. I love that's that stuff for me. Yeah, I'm sure he has. Yeah, he's great. Um, didn't he do the uh, for Tasty's brand for your brand? Freebie, yeah, of course. For your for your standard. Free. A freebie. He, he, right. changed, he changed <laughs> the shirt on the Tasty Man. <laughs> it was a collaboration. <laughs> oh what? Yeah, the, your contribution was hey, draw this, draw hey, me, draw this. I'll He's give you some draw me. My contribution was he said, hey, Tasty. How did he get you to stand still for so long? No, yeah. no, no. no. <laughs> It was a poster. <laughs> Wait, so you made a poster of yourself? Then he drew uh, it from yeah, yeah, I'm on uh, there in a way. Of, yeah, like a caricature. Be a I'm on there. Cut like a Farrah Fawcett? It's me holding like four beers or something. How's that happen? Well, I had like a four collaboration beer event at City Does Beer. It, oh, yeah. And he said, I want, do, I, want do a, I want to do a... I want to do a... Is it on a trade? This is like what I'm trying this, to get out of it. Like you're wearing a Yeah. Just trying to... Yeah. No, he made me like a 8 by 10 tin tank. Of the thing too, it's pretty oh, cool. Nice. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I'm a lucky guy. You are a lucky guy. Yeah. Well, speaking of lucky guys, Nick is fucking awesome. He does, he does great job. artwork. So yeah, he's and he he's has a unique look, which is what you're looking for. Yeah, and that's what I wanted. And so, like, yeah, the, the Alpha Cure one was done by Nick, and he did a great job. And he's gonna, he's definitely on the road to do more soon. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the guy who did Sonomatastic, he's actually doing the most recent one, which. We don't have a label of right now, but there's a barrel blend that I put together a couple of days ago and carved up um, that hopefully we'll be tasting soon. Um, so that's one. Um, there's a – what is she? I guess you call her a muralist. Uh, she usually does murals all over Oakland and the city and some up in Sonoma County, and she did the uh, electric relaxation. So it's kind of – I try to pick it by artist for kind of a set of beers. Nice. You know, it's a pain in the ass. But I, I don't know. I don't want everything to look exactly the same. And I, I don't know. One of the things, I, like, I'm always afraid of the different trends in, in label and type font style. And I don't want to stick with one. I don't, I don't see the fun in that. Yeah. So I just wanted to change it around. Well, and different artists always doing something. Yeah. You know, you know once, if your brand takes off, which these beers are really good, Thanks. Uh, people want, want to recognize your beer, you know, because they may find you may have a spot on a shelf for. Mm-hmm. The beer of the of the day because they, they these are pretty good. I mean, it's like rotating. I would assume mm-hmm. uh, they want to know that your that your brand uh, every time. So right. as long as there's some room on there for your that's uh, yeah. Studio. yeah. And and I don't know if that's I honestly I don't know anything about fucking marketing. I have no clue. So that might not be the best way to go. But that's why I always try to make sure that you get my logo on there. Yeah, yeah. your logo is consistent the on the, in the, and the center same, and the yeah. same font for the name of the beer. Down there. Would I try you do me a favor? I try to stick with that. What do you want me to do with it? Pour it. Like, pour some of that beer. Pour it into glasses. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. just on Doc's head. Hang on a second. Do the, do the Cap Franc Sour first. No, do this one first? Do that okay. one oh. Warren, See, do me a favor. that's why I didn't listen to you. Put I that one true. down. 
Poor this, this one. one. Uh, on dock? On dock. <laughs> this one is on dock. Yeah. It looks like he's Thanks. falling asleep over here. Poor oh, yeah. yeah. Doc, ha- doc has a rough life. Does he? Yeah. yeah. He, no. he works for a living. Oh. <laughs> right. What was his day so I want to talk to you about uh, the other two beers that we had, and I guess specifically about the folks at Rate Beer, mm-hmm. because uh, not only are you um, a new brewery-ish, mm-hmm. I guess, are you still a new brewery? You're not a new brewery. You're an old brewery now. I guess it depends on how You're an old out. guy, right? Yeah. Uh, but apparently in January of 16, right, 2016, mm-hmm. you were ranked as the world's third best new brewer and California's best new brewer by RateBeer.com. Yeah. The world's third best new brewer. Yeah. In the world. Yeah. The third in the, <laughs> in the wo- world. How does that happen? I'm not doubting it. <laughs> How many breweries opened up in 2013? Like three. Or 2016. I, I, wow. Three. Oh, okay. In the yeah, world. So, you know. In the world. And, and they've been to all of them. That seems yeah. like a weird thing. Uh, um, congratulations. I definitely don't want to, you know, uh, tease me a little bit. It was the last thing I ever ever expected to hear but i mean california's best new brewer that's awesome yeah and you've been open a year at that point right ish something like that something like that Um, coming off that tv thing that must have been really good it was probably all byob tv yeah they were watching reruns the guys at rain beer were like the coattails of one of the world's most amazing reality tv shows Um, Uh, how did did you get the attention of the rain beer uh, sheep. I mean, uh, raiders. Sheep. <laughs> oh, nice, uh, nice burn. Um, I don't know, and I still don't know. Well, you must um, have had a like. A, they have an event. A national, uh, they had a big event last year. Yeah. They poured all the beers. The rape beers. Best thing, Were you, yeah. Did you pour there? I didn't. So the the story was like all these people were invited, and then the guy who runs it, uh, Joe, I was like, uh, yeah, you know Joe. Uh, don't they Tucker. live in Sonoma? They do. Syria? They do. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I know you're right. <laughs> right? <laughs> Fucking shady Steve <laughs> over here. God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> This brandies. Um, <laughs> uh, no, he brandies just, for everyone. Brandies for all. Uh, no, he just started. He emailed me and he was like, "Hey, it looks like you might be um, up for an award. Uh, you should, oh. you know, clear that day and and you know be ready to come over and and stuff like that." And you know, at the time, I was like, a lot of people really. I heard a lot of people going like, "Oh, we love the Funkatronic label," and I'm like, I don't know what rape beer awards are. I mean, maybe they really like the artwork. Maybe it's best label artwork. Yeah. Didn't expect shit. Really? And yeah, and they called me for the uh, the California Brewery one, and I was like, oh fuck, I, I, I you know, kind of lost it. And yeah. I got the award. No, and that's I, great, dude. And I gave, I gave Joe a big old, you know. Uh, bro hug a brandy and a brandy, and a brandy. in front of everybody yeah. brandy yeah. all over the place yeah <laughs> so how did how, how did they get how did people get your beer how much how, how big is your market is well, your okay, distribution so, deal yeah and that's yeah. so um i'm distributed through uh, i go through artisan right now okay and so uh with 30 barrel batches mm-hmm. uh you can imagine i go all over the state right. at that point okay and so you know what i'm convinced what won uh or got those numbers up for that award was the funkatronic beer uh, just so it went the sort sheer, of viral. The, the sheer volume of of ratings and stuff like nice. that, and and high ratings, um, I think, is what did it. Excellent. Yeah. No. And and I was yeah. yeah. What are those beers rated on? You, you were telling me seven be- or ninety eight. Yeah, you were telling um, me beforehand that those two beers, the Funkatronic and the last Alpha time I Cure, looked, right? uh, rate beer or uh, on rate beer, Funkatronic was ninety nine, oh, wow. and God, Alpha no, Cure was a uh, ninety eight. 
So, I mean, wow. that's got to be. I mean, look, you know, as 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 opinionated as people who rate beers no, are, not you no, no. Um, no. I don't uh, think they're right. These are really good beers. I mean, that's got to feel right. good, no matter what, right? Oh, I mean, felt, Jesus, right? It felt fucking great, but I didn't ever expect anything like that. It wasn't right. something I thought was going to happen. Yeah, you know, so it was really. <laughs> were you? Were I you, didn't know what to do with it. It's not like I got those um, those awards and was suddenly like, cool. Well, tomorrow I'm going to go make another Funkatronic, and in two days I'll have a whole bunch to release to the state. Like, <laughs> right. I can't just turn out another beer that quickly. So I get yeah. great recognition, and I'm like, awesome. I don't have anything to sell you now. I don't have a tap room for you to visit. So, it, I mean, it was a great thing. I absolutely appreciate it. Amazing. Very just, yeah, beyond humbled for it. But I don't know what to do with it either. You know what I mean? Did, did it help uh, like, a, like a little bump in sales? Over yeah. you know, a month or two? Well, by the time that rating came in yeah. or that award came in, Funkatronic was sold out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it didn't with Funkatronic because it just wasn't around. Um, I, yeah, I did help out. I think at the time there was a Snowmatastic was out and maybe one other beer. Um, so, yeah, it helps. It okay. helps. But it's, well, it's always hard to judge, you know, because it's, it's, you know, it's just me, one guy, and then I sell all over the goddamn state. So it's like it's everywhere. And I don't, I, I don't have the energy to, you know, find out about every single market, specifically what the beer is right. doing in Fresno. In yeah, okay. This part of L.A., that part of L.A. You know what I mean? I have no idea. So you could have and seen an uptake in SoCal, but you have no idea exactly. what it's for. There's it, no way to track all exactly. that shit. You don't know okay. if you, so, put, if you put more beer yeah. into that market, whether you sell more exactly, or not. Exactly, because my distributor's handling a lot yeah. of that. And, and it's one of those things, like, I wish I had a better uh, grasp on. And the distributors, I mean, they're great. They tell me everything they they can, but it's just... Well, you just have to go by the big... Like, there's, there's signals. Like, yeah. give us more, we can sell more. But, yeah. And if they say that, then yeah, there you go. Pretty I'm, much, yeah. It, so, Are you busy just hand-bottling all of these solo? So How thank God the one thing I don't do alone is bottling days. Um, okay. So, yeah, I usually get a crew out there. Pete Slosberg, he comes out all the time to help me bottle. Um, and basically, it's a bunch of uh, retired guys that want to get out of the house. <laughs> How do you afford Pete Slosberg? Um, easily. You just give him some beer. Mm-hmm. And oh, you do the same with Tasty? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, that'll so, work. Yeah, Tasty yeah, doesn't yeah. work, though. He'll come out. He'll bring guys. He'll come out, but you're not going to work. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, basically, Pete and, and any of these other guys, they're, I mean, honestly, it's, I'm incredibly thankful and grateful to have that. I just tell them, hey, I need some help. And they're like, we're there. And they'll show up and they'll invite friends too. And every time I'm amazed, I'm just like, holy shit, I can't believe I've convinced all these wonderful people to work for some dick like me. Um, <laughs> you know, and I pay them in bottles and everything. And I get lunch and breakfast and, and get the donuts and coffee and shit like that. But still, just having like, there's, there's, Pete fucking Sosberg, like sitting there, like helping me bottle and making yeah, yeah. And I'm like, this, this is one of my heroes. He's like helping yeah. bottle for me right now. You know yeah, what I mean? man. Like, he's uh, a trip, man. He's crazy. a trip. Yeah. yeah. That guy, he's yeah, great. Yeah, but Ari did a lot of that. Ari, really exactly. Look. Ari's hilarious. Yeah, Ari's always there and he brings his bread. So. They're good dudes. I yeah, like Ari, great. but fuck Ari. He yeah. ruined. He ruined. <laughs> what, did, what did Ari do? He ruined. The, I, I, I love Ari. I love Ari. Don't uh-huh. get me wrong. Nice guy. Hung out with him a couple times. Makes good bread. Cool dude. Mm-hmm. I don't think he did it on purpose. He ruined the ending of Star Wars for me. Like the new Star the new Wars. One. Like How he so? like spoiled he, like, the, the so? big reveal where what Han Solo died. He put it on Facebook. Did he? Whoa. Oh, did he? Han yeah. Solo dies? <sighs> but Dick move. he put XXX space XXXX. 
What does that mean? God, Han. So he didn't write the name, but he okay. wrote oh, Han Solo out. Fill in the blank. And it was a post on uh, how it was ruined for him because he was waiting in line to go into the thing. And he's like, I can't believe that someone said XXXXXXX dies. And I'm like, who the Han? Fuck! Yeah, well, you, you chose to solve the puzzle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, my, look, my brain is a steel you trap. Look away. It's not right. It's, 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 it's like that. It's so fast. It's lightning fast, like, more. Wow. Yeah. You know, I'm not like the most people where I have to like okay am I going to think about this yes and then continue down the path it just it's already solved wow you didn't Personally, think about oh, you in this situation. my life I should like just look away yeah well it was too late I it like Warren said, I already solved the puzzle it was yeah. already solved it was an easy puzzle yeah just look away man yeah I just so I mean Should've not really. I'm, I'm, I'm being you know okay, I'm being so, facetious. I right. like the guy. So Ari is a terrible person. <laughs> so he's a, but he's really. a terrible person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a terrible. Oh, Ari, that guy. Oh, don't friend him on Facebook all the time. Yeah, he's don't amazing. Follow on Facebook. Fuck that guy. Gotcha. <laughs> Um, no, it's, no it's it's fun. Um, bottling days are always very hectic days for me, and I have a mobile bottling guy that helps me out. And it's the two of us, and you know, I I, I get there at five in the morning and start just bumping Wu Tang or whatever to just like get me fired up to get through the there day. And then around like ten, I get everyone else coming in. I'll get a crew of twenty ish, or now I'll say twelve to maybe twenty, maybe fifteen ish people, something like that. And it's mainly a bunch of people that just want to get out of the house. Um, you don't still bump Wu Tang when Pete rolls in? I do, I do. Okay. Pete loves Wu Tang. Yeah, and how can you not? Chambers. Yeah, no, I, it, it does. If you can, it if works you can, really if well. you can play out a CD, uh-huh. I, I think I've, or wear out a CD uh-huh. from playing it too much. That's the CD I've worn you out. You know, I've got a handful on that list, and everyone's kind of in a different genre. But yeah. that one is like really just for bottling day. That's my album. Yeah, yeah, it does it really well. It's a good album. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, but I'm always amazed. Like every time they help, I'm just. So incredibly grateful, so incredibly just like, oh, my God, everybody just drove up, especially with, with Pete and Ari and all these people. Like, yeah, that's a drive. You're not for driving people, from yeah. just down the road. They're in the city, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I'm pretty sure Pete and Ari both live in the city. Yeah. yeah. And they're both, like, driving up just to help me bottle them. Fuck, man. Thank you guys so much. Whatever you want. Like, how give you, you a brandy. Like, you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? How did you get connected with those guys? Um, I did a – actually, that's a good story. Uh, the uh, I did a radio show. There was one up in Santa Rosa. I forgot the name of the thing. It's like beer brew ha ha. You know one of those. Oh, PSRO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. And um, one of the I did that show, and it was really weird because it was you know I've been listening to you guys for ten years. There you go. And then I had to go do a beer talk show, and I was like. Say fuck. Right. <laughs> on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. I was on that one. Yeah. I was on that one. Were you? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. It's, I had to really it, tell myself. Yeah. And I had, I've been listening to you guys for so long. I didn't know, like, oh, God, how are we going to get away with not <laughs> saying this stuff? So I, I kind of talk in this very rigid, quiet voice. You know, it's pretty fun. And eventually, so I did that uh, one time. And uh, one of the producers, hosts, whatever, was just like, hey, Pete Slosberg is coming to town, and he mentioned he wanted to try one of your beers. Are you around? And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? One of my heroes? Like, fuck yeah. And, like, and so I ran out and met him, and then he said, like, hey, whenever you want for you know bottling help, come on yeah, out. Cool. No, those guys do that all the time. Yeah, yeah and that's they, really and cool. That's what, I under, uh, that's what I got. They have, to, they have to cred. They have, like a, they have a resume. Well, they're yeah, always down at you're high not, water. You're not special. And Firestone that's what Walker, they've done some stuff down there. Oh, well, Firestone and High Water, yeah. like yeah. they're always helping out. Uh, sure. Thank you. They're helping out Altamari all the yeah. time, They've helped the Russian River before. Yeah. At Russian River, yeah. He, well, because they're both retired. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah, and they get to cruise around, check out breweries, drink free beer, hang out, have fun. 
Yeah, or the bread. Yeah, and then Pete, the other half of his life, he spends in Brazil having even more fucking fun. So, right, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, why not, man? It's amazing. He makes some really good chocolate malt balls. Yes, he does. Yeah, he he does. brought us a bag of them. Oh, they were, yeah, they were super tasty. <laughs> Depends how hot it is. That's outside. crazy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it might just be one. <laughs> <laughs> what are we drinking now, man? Uh, we're working. I mean, on we've been drinking the, it for like five minutes, but uh, we've been bullshit. It's really good. Uh, uh, so this was a barrel aged. Uh, kind of a wild barrel age thing I made that. Uh, it's more dark. Um, I'll take. Yeah, more. I do. I'll take. Please. More. All right. Um, well, you got to give me your glass, Tasty. I can't. Oh, really? so, can't you just pass the bottle? Oh yeah, I can do that. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's what they do in Europe. <laughs> wow, so cultured. Wow. Sorry, Steve. Go ahead. No, no, Giving tasty shit. Uh, it's hard not to. I'll wait till you top off there. Yeah, there you oh, go. Well, I will be though. So you know, in uh, Sonoma County, we have a lot oh, of fruit I'll that being grapes. grapes. Um, yeah. So I. I know enough people and can blackmail and bribe enough people to let me go and scavenge vineyards um, these days. So this one in particular is this is from a vineyard up in Dry Creek area, which is kind of um, northwest of Healdsburg, if you know the area at all. Okay. And uh, I was a bunch of Cab Franc. And there's something about that grape that it's, it's one of the few that I've always really enjoyed and kind of liked what it does. And, and there's not... I don't know. There's not a lot of it grown out there. It's mainly it's mainly a blending grape. So anytime you're drinking a, a Cabernet Sauvignon or whatever, there's generally a, a small portion of Cab Franc in there, and that's how the grape is grown. Um, but I really like what it does on its own. And if you ever try a Cab Franc on its own, uh, you know, like a single varietal, it's fucking mm. wonderful. I think. Um, and as somebody that hates wine, that's. <laughs> that's pretty I, I think that means something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it means it doesn't I, taste like wines. Yeah. Right, yeah. I genuinely do not like wine. I just never have. But anyways, I found I found all these grapes. I found all this stuff, and I was like, "Fuck it! I want to put all of this into a beer." So I went out to this winery, and I found it was about seventy-ish pounds at the time, and it was all you know. It was right after. Uh, was this the one I did pick? Yeah, no, this one I did actually pick. I was out. Running out there with the hook and that's the worst. Picking yeah. grapes, I've harvested yeah. grapes before. It's pain the, the fucking worst. Yes, man. Yeah. Um, but you know, I wanted the fruit, so I did it. Yeah, and took it all back to my place and destemmed and tried to get all the uh, we call it moog materials other than what materials and objects other than grapes. <laughs> you know, which took forever. They have machines for that. Yeah, they do. I don't. <laughs> you can I rent don't. it from more beer. They yeah. exist. I wonder, I'm sure they're real cheap. But you only have 70 pounds. So yeah. 70 pounds is not like a, ton, a lot of No, it's not. And that's no. the thing. With 70 yeah. pounds, it's I like, what, bother four gallons of finished wine? Yeah, or essentially. Like yeah. And, you know, so I just finished a few days ago doing essentially the exact same thing with Pinot Noir. Oh. And it was more. It was, like, more close to 120 pounds. But exactly. It's just me. Like, you know do you I mean? do that I'm a lot? About it, working but. with uh, grapes and, uh, you know, like, going out and picking, like, working um, with different wineries on getting grapes and doing all kind of weird shit not too much. Um, I, I like fruit and and all different fruits for sour beers. I, I don't have a specific thing for grapes, but with where I live, grapes are fucking everywhere because people yeah. think you can make something that some people think tastes good out of it. Um, and, Sound and, like me with IPAs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like I'd rather put it in a beer personally. Um, so there's a lot of that up there. Okay. Um, so like so, I also did peaches before that. I went to – there was a – also in the Dry Creek area, I bought went and got um, – like 120 pounds, something like that, of September snow, snow organic peaches from like a little peach farm out in this area that was just covered by there was wineries everywhere and just this little stronghold of peaches right there and they're nice. fucking gorgeous. So I filled a barrel. Cool. Now, now back to this bird. The yeah. so, seventy. You said you took the seventy pounds. Mm-hmm. Took all the crap out of it. Mm-hmm. The moog, whatever you call it. The moog. moog. And then uh, go ahead, continue. What you what we do next? 
uh, after that. Um, you already got beer that's already been it depends. Under, it under ferment and ready yeah, to go? So, so what had happened at the time is this was a, a certain barrel from the uh, electric relaxation, which is on tap right now. Which I don't, I don't know if we've had in here. We have not had it, no. The second use of, the, of that barrel you said? It wasn't the second use. Oh. It was that there was one barrel that turned out that I really liked that I thought had something special, and I wanted oh. to add some fruit to it. Nice. And so I took the fruit, and I remember I did it uh, I did it old homebrew style, where I took it and froze it in the like, oh, vacuum-sealed yeah. bags. I mean, with yeah. 70 pounds, you could do that. You know, If it was yeah. a ton, you can't. No. Um, Just to break the membranes down. Essentially, yeah, 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 breaking all the cell walls. So I did all yeah. that and then let it thaw out and then poured it in a barrel, and it just exploded, just took off fermentation. The one 55-gallon uh, or a uh, pungent? Uh, that was that was a 60-ish, 60. you know, like a Bordeaux barrel. Yeah, cool. yeah, 58 to 60. So 70 pounds in that size, well. Yeah, yeah, and and that's why I went. Ways. I went, uh, yeah, just a touch, yeah. <laughs> and so and that's why with the Pinot, I went. I went about 120 pounds. I wanted a little more character. You know, I I like the grape character in here, but I I want a little more fruit character. You know, that, so. I mean that that is a good point because they say what about 100 pounds of grapes is about five gallons of finished wine, or so ish, right? Yeah. Um, wow. So you're putting less than five gallons of finished wine. What uh, what would be right? In, yeah. In what? What do you say? Sixty. Gallon barrel, sixty barrel, yeah, six gallon barrel. Yeah. Damn, yeah. And but and 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 to come through, it, there is that essence of of the grape. It's not whiny. It's juice. Mm-hmm. It's it's fruit. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna say juice. It's fruit forward. Yeah. You don't mean juicy. I don't mean juicy, but Thank I could. You. If you piss me off, oh, I no. can mean juice. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> don't ever do that. <laughs> yeah, but you know, what I mean? you, you get the essence of the cob franc. That's and that's you get the oak, and so you kind of get like there's there's like a wine essence, but it's not right. wine. It's very clearly a beer, right. and very clearly with fruit added. So, well, it's, it's very it's a, good. My, it's my, probably my favorite my favorite beer that we've had today. Yeah, thank you. It's very oh. clearly a beer, but to a wine drinker that doesn't like beer, mm-hmm. yeah. they would love this beer. Oh, for sure. Oh, okay, it'd be very different. It'd be fucking with them. Which that's, is always fun to do. Well, that's the point. <laughs> You're right. But and some of your other beers fall in the same category, I think, that where okay. they, they yeah. have that wine character. This is the barrels you're using and so forth. Are you finding you have to do, and you kind of alluded to a little bit, are you, I guess, are you, are you finding you, you, you're, I don't know, forced into using grapes and using wine-related accoutrement, right? What? I can't. Uh, Please. Get accoutrement. Perfect. Thank you. I also <laughs> say croissant. Um, you, you know, given that you don't like wine, um, but you find yourself still working in that field, incorporating those flavors into your... Beer, sort of. You know, I, th- I think it's more that um, I'm I'm not a fan, and it's I, I'm not I, I'm trying to joke when I shit talk it uh, kind of thing, but it, I don't know. It's just it's it's the with the I don't know the flavors and everything have just never worked for me. There's they've never been something I've I've enjoyed, and growing up in Sonoma County, I've just never been into it. When it comes to what I do. I'm I'm approaching it from the beer standpoint, and and that's it. Mm. Um, if I if I think a particular grape is going to have a good flavor, I want to use it. Um, as far as the methods go, though, it's I mean it's it's moving it out of barrels. I still bulldog a bunch of barrels. I still have to treat barrels the same way uh, that I learned to when I was in the wine industry, stuff like that. But you know, for the most part, it's 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 from a beer standpoint and only a beer standpoint. You know, I, I've never wanted to be a winemaker or be involved in it. It's just, I mean, honestly, it was a position that was. If you're up in Sonoma County, where yeah, we have we do have a lot of breweries now, but we have probably ten times as many wineries. And when you're mm-hmm. that fermentation geek, and you, you know what I mean, like that's kind of the easy 
yeah. to get. You know right. what I mean? It was right. kind of like mm-hmm. the best thing to get at the time. So I went for it because of that. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. How do you, good, man. Do you do much temperature control now that you're doing beer compared to wine? Yeah. So my method is um, kind of ridiculous. Um, so what I do is I basically have uh, plastic tanks as primary fermenters, essentially open primary fermenters. Most of what I make uh, sits, I mean, it only sits there maybe a few days before it moves to barrel. Um, In just an ambient room, so, or is there temperature control? So what, I, what I've done, um, as anybody who's ever uh, done any kind of a, you know, fun plant growing, um, I make, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. Um, I make, succulents. Yeah, oh, succulents, yeah. yeah. Um, I basically made a temperature-controlled box uh, with really thick, rigid insulation. And like the, uh, the the little thermostatic control and an air conditioner sure. unit and yeah. stuff like that, and it's obviously not the greatest controller of temperature at all. You right. know what I mean? Like, yeah. but at the same time, I'm never going to throw a cal ale or a lager yeast in there ever mm-hmm. because I know I can't control the temperature that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's they're always saison farmhouse yeast. They're There's, always okay. you know w- w- a wit beer yeast is the most different thing I've thrown in there. Um, and they respond well to the temperature change. They do, and and with that, I mean, I can control the temperature ish. Is, right. is basically how I describe it. Like I used to take um, my first few batches. I took a, a a tank sampler, which is these crazy stainless steel things that. You know, the lid floats as you drop it down into oh, your nice. tank. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah. The, Variable yeah, volume. You, yeah, you pull it up. And yeah. It, yeah. So pull I had, out of I borrowed one of those from the winery I worked at, and I was checking the temperature, and I was always like right around 20 degrees uh, difference between what I set my uh, wow. uh, my my thermometer at on the temp control and what the actual thing was. Wow. So, uh, you know, I can't tell you that I get an exact temperature. <laughs> I don't think I ever will, and I'm quite all right with that. Mm-hmm. Um, what about but, repeatability? But you're you making consistent. You want to make so you, so you do get better temperature control. Uh-huh. I think you have it in a glycol jacketed uh, stainless steel tank, and you can control it. Mm-hmm. And so you, the beers aren't coming out the way you'd, you'd like them. Like uh-huh. They did in the old days. You may have to. Is there like a? Is there something? Maybe maybe you're onto something. Is what I'm saying. Right? Um, perhaps you're getting flavors you would normally get. Perhaps people who would do that. Perhaps, mm. but you know, also at the same time, a lot of these, everything I make is also going into a barrel with multiple strains of, of, of bread and there's so much other stuff going on that I feel that the initial Saccharomyces fermentation mm-hmm. alone doesn't do a lot in controlling the overall flavor. It's a part what of it. What percentage do you think it would be? What percent do you think it would be? I know. No, you're yeah. not, this is it's hard to put a number on it. Is it and, 20 and, or 40 or is it 50-50 or what do you think? It's hard to put a number on it. I will it's say it's, it's a piece of the pie of the whole thing with, <laughs> yeah. with the other with the barrel, with the thyme, with the other bread strains, with the other, you know, other ingredients I do and the aging and all that stuff. Anyway, whatever the result is, it's muted by the subsequent events. I'll say, I mean, I I could be a dick and give you the answer of 1 to 99, but realistically, (laughs) I'll say it's probably maybe 20 to 30%. It's kind of my guess. That's just kind of how I felt it out that way. It's like 2 to 98. Yeah, essentially. Thanks for narrowing it. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. yeah, I, I guess I feel that's just kind of, you know, I can control temperature to a degree, but, you know, I also pay attention to the uh, seasonality of what I'm brewing, too. Well, you mentioned uh, essentially open fermentation. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. You have a... Um, so, uh, basically, I'm, I'm brewing in these big plastic tanks that I cannot completely, perfectly seal up. Okay. You know okay, what I mean? But they have a positive pressure internally. Yeah, right? definitely. Okay. Definitely. They do. And and they work out really well, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm amazed at how they work. 
Um, but just kind of after using, uh, I mentioned I worked at a brewery for a little while uh, that used similar ones on a much smaller scale and, and other uh, home brewers gone pro kind of things I've seen yeah. on forums, pro brewer stuff like that. Cool. It works. Yeah. If, if, if you know what you're doing and you're trying to, if you know what you have to work with, as in, you know, this isn't something that you could seal up and, you know, with CO2 and do everything. Um, as long as you know how to work around that, you'll be okay. And that's kind of what I've stuck with. And so it's it's positive pressure. And as soon as things start slowing down, it goes right to a barrel. I see. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Good beer, man. I like it. Yeah. Thanks. What's this one going to be called? So I can look for it at my... Which one? Which one? Local. With the, the, uh, one? the Pinot. Oh. No, the Cab Franc. Sorry. The Cab Franc. Warren I, fucked me up. I'm still working Sorry. on the name. This is this is in bottle, as you just saw. And I'm a fan of it. I haven't labeled it yet. Um, can, I, can I make a suggestion? Cab Franc IPA. Jason Petros. <laughs> You'll have a lot of it for a just long time. Jason Petros. Just Jason yeah. Petros. I'm, I, I hear Cab Franc IPA from Doc, Cab though. Franc That's IPA. pretty fucking awesome. What about Jason Petros IPA? Or Jason Petros. Oh, See, there perfect. you go. He turned his mic down. Yeah, perfect. so there. Okay, okay. <laughs> I like Cobb that. Pe- Cobb Petros. <laughs> yeah. Jason oh, Frank. I like it. I like Jason Frank. Just my name oh, has to be in there somewhere. What is that IPA like Jason, after it? it Jason Frank IPA. Right. It could yeah. be, uh, it could be uh, you know, Dusty Butthole IPA, and it would sell. Oh, or just put his phone number as the <laughs> as the name. Nine two. No, okay. <laughs> Get my fucking number. Get out here. Yeah, one. well, I got two numbers. Uh, okay. Uh, last but uh, hopefully not least, what is we, so we have a beer in in a PET bottle. Yeah, with the that's, with the, that's the, my the classic carbonator cap, yep. which is great. The yep. the, the homebrew yep. first class all totally. the way, first yeah. class all the way, baby. Hey, that's how I do barrel blends. Is so. that what you did with your prize money from uh, yeah, BYOB? Totally. Yeah, <laughs> tons of carbonator yeah. caps. That's it. All went into carbonator caps. <laughs> you know, like, these are the future. Yeah, these are the future. Yeah, I bought yeah. futures and carbonator caps. Oh, they're fucking great. No, seriously, they are great. Um, it's the darkest beer that we've had. It's yeah. a dark yeah, beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this is a beer I'm, I'm, Step back. I'm, I'm, I'm really <laughs> happy with so far, but it's it's all in barrel right now, and the plan is to be bottling and, and doing a little bit of kegs of it uh, pretty soon. But it was a, a very different beer. I thought it was too interesting to not bring in. So. What, what am I smelling, man? <laughs> Your upper lip. I don't, I don't know exactly, exactly, but oh, yeah. hopefully hopefully it's beer. That. Yeah. Hopefully I mean, I want to say I want to say like a barley wine or like a bourbon thing, but okay. that's probably not uh, right. I like this. Porter. Okay, yeah. Everyone smells porter. Chocolatey grain for sure, yeah. Take a taste now. It's the first thing I smell is porter and chocolate and all that stuff, too. Like a Russian imperial stuff. Pretty much. Tastes like IPA, though. It kind of has. Oh, definitely. Definitely. It's a porter IPA. Um, oh, that's fucking right. delicious, dude! Thank you. That's really good. Thank you. I'm. Yeah. I'm really this is now my favorite beer that I've had tonight. Oh, oh. such a sweetheart! Um, More than Jason Petros? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I don't Jason like myself Petros very much. I don't know if you mean Cabernet Petros. <laughs> no. So this was. Um, I had never made a dark sour before, nor had I ever had a desire to. I don't know. It's. I'm not. I think there's a lot of good examples out there, but I just didn't feel like it was something I wanted to go after, and. Um, Somebody offered to me a bunch of Heaven Hills rye whiskey barrels. Oh, man. And I was just kind of like, fuck, these are cheap. Let's just sign <laughs> a beer for it. So I kind of just, I, I just sat down and kind of said how I wanted to design a beer. I wanted some acidity. I wanted some dryness, but I didn't want it to be over the top. I wanted chocolate, but I didn't want roasty. Um, and so basically I tried to design what I would imagine a sour porter would be. 
So it's um, it's I, I, I can't remember the grain bill right now, um, but it's essentially it's mainly pilsner with some chocolate malt and a touch of that uh, Carafa, that Carafa three, yeah. the Dehus mm-hmm. stuff. Dehus, yeah. yeah, love that stuff. I mean, I barely yeah. used that much of the bag even, and then I split it between uh, Pinot Noir barrels and these these rye whiskey barrels. And it's been there for oh about God. Yeah, nine, ten months. And I, I'm in love with this beer right now. Yeah. It's so good, I'm, I'm dude. I'm a big yeah. fan, and I, I can't wait till I get more to bring you, you know. When does this come out? Awesome. When, does it, when does it go into bottles and we can buy it? Oh. Sorry, burping. Um, <laughs> I'm hoping That's in the, the name, next... by the way. Sorry, burping. Sorry, burping. Yeah. Sorry, burping IPA. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm hoping in the next few weeks. I'm, I'm shooting for... A early October um, bottling of that, so I'm hoping that'll work. And then, you know, I'm probably going to bottle condition it with uh, Britannomyces and some other uh, kind of sugar as well to kind of increase a little complexity. But as it is right now, I'm pretty happy with. So is it. this, I'm stoked so with is this wow. in a tank blended, just sitting all the whole batch is ready to go? It's all sitting in barrel right now, still. Separate it out. So did you pull this from multiple barrels? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So uh, this is this is part of what I do is. What are your blending? Um, is this a custom brewing network blend? Yeah. Sure. Fuck yeah! Wow. Sure. Yeah. We can finally got a scoop. Hey, the, 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 sure. the best new California craft brewery of 2015 made us a blend. Third best. Wow. <laughs> third the best in the world in California. Oh, right. Shit, that's right. right. So you don't um, even know. <laughs> no, you I know. Need <laughs> a, you need a hype man. Is what you need. I know. I know. Yeah. You guys want to be my hype man? A big barrel. Yeah. A big barrel head around the neck. Yeah. Okay. I think I'd be. Yeah. I should be a shitty hype man. You think so? Well, I need. I need time to play Overwatch. Okay. I don't even know what that is. I'm sure he's got gaming to do. Get your gaming gun and be my hype man. I like that. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Sweet. I forgot the question. What's the question? Yeah, what's the question? You 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 blended this specifically, right? Probably not for us, but yeah. So another one of the things I do every day is I'm always kind of going through and picking apart blends. So I'll go through it like you know today I'm going to check the sour barrels that I filled in whatever month from whatever year kind of thing, and I'll check them all. Kind of go through one by one, um, and and especially when I'm getting close to a bottling, I check every one of them in equal parts. I kind of divide it out, you know, and fill up mm-hmm. the little flasks. And I'm really careful with gassing them. A lot of stuff I learned from working at the winery, and then I fill them up, I check them, and then I put it together just equal parts of everything we have, just to see what that's gonna taste like. Taste that. If I like it, cool. If not, whatever. Mm-hmm. I write it down, and then I'll go through and, and do that to every other individual barrel as well. And if anything sticks out mm-hmm. to me as good or bad, then I'll throw that back into the blend as either take this out or more of it and just kind of see what it does. Uh, to me, blending is kind of one of my favorite parts. Like, I mm-hmm. fucking love blending. It's so much fun. You <laughs> taste, yeah. Seriously, you could taste so much unique just uh, wonderful things. Just, I mean, the exact same beer with even the same bugs and just in a different barrel. And I love that. So that's kind of been a thing. So this is essentially equal parts of everything. So I, I would call this my initial blend. Okay. Nice. You know what I mean? So are your just barrels just covered in post-it notes? Totally. From totally. late night tasting? And chalk and spreadsheets <laughs> that I have and shit like that. That's right. and, essentially, yeah. Steve has two people working for him. <laughs> right. There's Steve, yeah, Steve and Blackout Steve. Steve, Steve. <laughs> Blackout Steve, Shady Steve. Shady you forgot Steve. about Shady Fuck. Steve. 
three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, have, yeah I have three. So, when yeah. was the last time we you you met uh, Blackout, Steve? Uh, it's been a while, actually. Yeah, it's been a long yeah. time, and I feel good about that. Yeah, he hasn't written in a long time. So, pin pals. I try to stay away from Blackout, Steve, these days. Well, you got a business now. He's a nice guy. You got something. I hear he's great. I hear he's great. He takes care of you. Oh, he does. Communicates well. He always leaves a note. We work a little bit. We might get to see Blackout, Steve. Getting here, oh, so wow. It could be very fun. Oh, jeez. <laughs> could be. It could be. Yeah, we don't know. I'm going to leave it up in the air. Later. Yeah, I, yeah. Do. I think that's probably best. I think Christmas show. Christmas show. We, you know, Bev and I were talking. So here's my idea for Christmas show. Right. And it was part of Bev's idea, too. I can't remember which. Mm-hmm. Um, but Bev was saying we should have a bunch of brewers on to play like Beer Jeopardy or something like that. I okay. Like idea. Definitely invite Blackout Steve. Uh, right. <laughs> Obvious. Only Blackout <laughs> Steve. But yeah, not Shady. Yeah, not Shady. Speaking of, can you hand you more of that? Yes. Dark Seven. You have to come in Blacked Out. Okay. But I think it'd be cool to get the any brewers who show up, if we do this, to do like a collaboration beer on the air, just like work it out as a recipe. So like at the end of the show, everyone has a recipe to brew and you kind of, and then that could be part of the segment is like, we're working out, you know, what do people do when they do a collaboration beer, right? Like so they wouldn't actually go out and like do this. it. No, they wouldn't actually go out and do it. We're just we're sitting here talking about it for 20 minutes. Yeah. Or like, hey, why'd you pick that? How, right. Why that many? You know, what are you and, looking for? And in, in the aftermath, we all just kind of jumbled together all the recipes and ingredients that people talked about and try to create something. Yeah. Something like that. I think that'd be yeah. fun. I like it. I like so it. we can get Let's Blackout Steve in there somewhere. Blackout yeah. Steve. Yeah. He'll be the secretary. <laughs> <laughs> it all, it all just says. Secretary of my Blackout Army. Every line is 38% of fuck off. <laughs> Twenty four percent of fuck off. <laughs> anyway, yeah, your report's wait. printed. I can't wait. Sounds <laughs> yeah. like fun. That's a great beer, dude. I really like it. That's my favorite beer so thank far. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Or the Cap Franc. I can't tell. Oh, you're such a. Sweet and we still have more yeah, beer to try. I, but I, th- this is plenty. This is good. It's good. Uh, yeah, th- dude, I appreciate it. Thank Thanks you, for coming thank in, you. man. Thanks for having me. Thanks for. Well, I want you to come back. I mean, we... <laughs> whatever. <laughs> no, you know. man, no worries. Uh, <laughs> we got two more Steve's to interview. That's true. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's right. That's, you we have, some mileage we have at least two that's, more Steves to interview at some true. point. That's yeah, true. All right. So you say you're all over California. Where where can we typically find you in Bevmo or Whole Foods? Whole Foods, great example. Whole Foods. Most of the places I'm at are kind of the smaller. Mom and pop bottle shops, kind nice, of places. Nice. Um, but people I, are looking for better beer, where you get better beers. Essentially, if, uh, the, what I tell people is wherever you get your quality beer from. Excellent. Yeah, and so most of those places, I, I don't know the names of all of them. They're in San Diego, LA. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck, Fresno, you know what I mean? There, there's plenty in the city. We have a great one up here. I don't think I've seen it. Uh, I don't think I've seen your beer there, but uh, Monument Liquor. Yeah. Uh, you might like them, actually. They, they, um, they have a, a label for Plenty of the Elder whenever they mm-hmm. get it, and they call it Plenty of the Hipster. Awesome. Which anytime you can kind of poke fun at your own customers. Yeah. I think that's a great. That's just great. I agree. It takes a lot to get there, but if you can do it and get away <laughs> with it, yeah. you're good. It's like, you're it's like equal parts you know hate made it. and love, right? right? Yeah, you know you've made it yeah. if you can make fun of your own customers without them stopping from buying your product. That's like, kind of what we yeah. do, but we don't have a product to sell. That's we have T-shirts, I guess. I like your T-shirts. Yeah, yeah. they're all right. Oh, yeah, point. people buy them. Um, yeah, no, people, just, uh, some people do. I tell people just quality bottle shops wherever. Um, yeah, so okay. you know, if we're in the Bay Area, the good hop. I've seen them at Beer Rev. I've seen them at what's 
wants to place in Albany. Get in that microphone, bro. Oh, I'm getting in it. Um, Albany. You know, all over the okay. place. Is it uh, so, always the 750 format? I, uh, so far, I stick with 750s, yeah. Okay. And and the green okay. bottles are kind of a, an anomaly. Like, I wasn't trying to uh, be in the green bottle, but I had a really fun time with a glass dealer who was being a dick. So that's why there's what some you, in green who, bottles. What did you do to him? Uh, nothing. They decided <laughs> yes. to deliver my glass on bottling day to Los Angeles oh. instead oh. of uh, Santa Rosa. So. Well, I can see how that. It's, it's a good mix-up. You know, it's, I mean, they sound so similar. It's like, like a four hundred mile difference, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I can understand the confusion. They sound really similar. They're really close to each other. So yeah, I get yeah. that. They start with it's the same Spanish. Yeah. Yeah, they're both yeah. Spanish. Maybe that's that's, that's, actually that's where a good they point. started and ended. It's, they're both Spanish, but it was a Walmart. Good point. Essentially, yeah, it probably was. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, yeah. Um, yeah. Where, where can we find out more about your uh, your brewery, buddy? I have a very horribly maintained website right now Sweet. because again it's just me i try to stay on top of it um different it, steve what's that different steve <laughs> different yeah. steve does techie that steve. yeah <laughs> different yeah that's techie steve yeah techie slash methy steve um, <laughs> um adderall steve uh now so, got four steves to uh, most, <laughs> most of the information you can get for me is um the website, which is very little. Otherwise, it's my Instagram account, which I put more effort into that than anything. Mm-hmm. And then there's something on Facebook, which I kind of use. But, the, you know, the Instagram is just something that's not filled with ads. And I just got used to it. And I hope to have somebody to help me work on that soon. Yeah. But when I look at Facebook, I roll my eyes and put my phone away because I, I, I can't stand it. So I, w- I would recommend Instagram, but Facebook will work too. Okay, awesome. And yeah, Shady, Shady Oak Barrel House, or what uh, is it? They, the Instagram handle is Shady Oak BH. Um, Facebook, I'm sure you just type up Shady Oak Barrel House. Mm-hmm. Uh, the website is uh, ShadyOakBarrelHouse.com, a nice short URL there for everybody. Um, so, yeah, that's how you find me. And cool. I, I think there's a Twitter out there. Somebody set up a Twitter for me. I've never used it. I don't, I don't understand Twitter. I don't get it. Nobody really does. Perfect. Yeah. Is All right, Steve. Game? Hey, man. No, there's no Twitter game because I, I didn't have time. Uh, which is, Wait, which is it, shorthand of saying it it, I forgot. You it takes me. It can take me anywhere from five minutes to an hour yeah. to think of yeah. a good question. Five minutes to an hour. When yeah. was the last time you ever thought in 140 characters? Never in my life. Right? Yeah. See? Hence why I don't have Twitter. There it's tough. Steve. Twitter, Steve. Talk to Blackout, Steve. Talk to Blackout, Steve. We'll see what happens. (laughs) Steve from Shady Oak Barrel House. Thank you very much, dude. The beers were rocking. I appreciate it. You came all the way down here from Santa Rosa. Thanks for uh, And we got you drunk on your own beer. So that's pretty cool. Anyway, it's the session, everyone. Uh, Hang on. We'll be right back. uh, And then we'll let you go. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Hey guys, what'll it be? I'm not sure. What do you recommend? A lot of people seem to like the Hefeweizen. Is that a German Hefeweizen or more of an American-style wheat beer? I'm not sure, but I can give you a taste. Okay, great. Great. The Cicerone Certification Program certifies and educates beer professionals in order to elevate the beer experience for consumers. Unfortunately, not every bar is staffed with certified beer servers who can guide their customers through a beer list. Here you go, guys. Let me know what you think of the Hefeweizen. Oh, 
yeah, that's definitely more of an American meat. But I can hardly tell because this beer just smells like sour butter. I wonder how long it's been since they cleaned the draft line. Yeah, and look at the bubbles on the side of the glass. It's filthy. Somebody should tell these guys about the Cicerone program. For sure. How about we head somewhere else for another beer? Your server should give beer the same respect you do. Request quality. The Cicerone certification program offers four levels of beer certification, in-person classes, and course books for beer professionals. Check them out at Cicerone.org. The Cicerone certification program. We know beer. With over 20 years of experience making world-class craft beer and more than 100 gold medals in international competitions, Moylan's Brewing Company is not just a pretty face in craft beer. Just ask Brendan Moylan. What do we got here? The beer of the hour. Moylan's, gotta love that big M. It's like a sign of awesomeness. It's got an extra kick to it. Let's pour this bad boy. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, Moylan's. At the end of the night when the kids are finally in bed, the wife's in bed, <laughs> nobody's bothering your ass anymore. That's Moylan's time. Moylan's is for you. Yeah. It's to help you out. Yeah. It helps me out. What? Well, because it's freaking awesome. Northern California brewed. It's brewed with love. With love? Oh, yeah. Tremendous. And it's always best where? Moylan's. You've got to try it on tap at Moylan's in Novato. They're freaking awesome. Not only because I own the brewery, because I love the beer. Cheers! Boom! Kilt Lifter Scotch Ale takes big beers to a whole new level with rich malt balanced perfectly with delicate hops and now comes in four-packed tall boy cans so you can take the party on the go. Or come to the brewery, take a tour, and try any of Moylan's fresh creations right from the source. Check them out at Moylan's.com. Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support, like Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and the Home Brewer's Answer Book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any brewer, whether for yourself or as a gift. When you subscribe or resubscribe from the Brewing Network homepage, you directly support programs like this. Get a great magazine and support the Brewing Network. Subscribe to Brew Your Own right from the BrewingNetwork.com. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious, Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Hey there, b 
Army, have you heard the latest at HopTech? Since HopTech has doubled in size after a huge expansion, Jade and Roberto can stock even more of the best quality homebrewing supplies and equipment. Over 60 kick-ass varieties of hops and malts, monster truckloads of quality brewer's yeast, including white labs, white yeast, and multiple dry yeasts. They even have all grain systems from Grain Fathers and Ruby Street Brew Systems, thanks to Jade, the brand new all-grain brewer. And don't forget about their 10% discount to all BN Army members. Jade and Roberto are waiting for you and all of your brewing questions over at HopTech.com. HopTech, totally not sucking since 1983. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanishev, and I want to tell you about Heretic Evil Twin. You might be familiar with my homebrew recipe, which uses massive late hopping to create a balance between the malty sweet and the hoppy bitter, along with an outrageous malt and hop character. I wanted a beer with the same bold hop and malt character, so we played around with the homebrew recipe until we were able to make a great commercial version, too. We've created a beer rich in malt character, full of caramel, toast, biscuit, and an ever-so-subtle roast note. On top of that, we piled in an insane amount of citra and Columbus hops at the end of the boil, as well as in dry hopping. This damn-the-cost approach to hopping gives Heretic's Evil Twin a great blast of citrus and tropical fruit that can't be matched by any other hop. The result is a bold, malty, hoppy, but easy-drinking beer. This is our top seller, our flagship beer, and I couldn't be prouder of it. Cheers. To find Heretic Beers near you, click on Find Some at hereticbrewing.com. You're listening to The Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. All right, everyone. Thanks for hanging out. We're chatting about mob families at the break. You know, right. you know how we do it on the Brewing Network. Yeah, friends. Yeah, right. A couple quick things I want to tell you guys, and then uh, you know I'm going to let you go. Uh, have you guys heard about Beersmith? I know you have. We talk about them all the time, but it's no reason to ignore it. Go to Beersmith.com now. Get your 21-day free trial. It's absolutely free. You get free homebrewing software. Uh, for those of you guys coming up, look, we get new listeners you know, in all the time. And you might think, ah, dude, you know, I-, I can do all the calculations myself. But you-, you can. But why would you? Right. Do them all. Beersmith. Uh, you know, you have you have everything laid out. You don't have to keep the the notebook. Like I still have my big red notebook with all my fucking you know notes and all my uh, recipes and all that kind of shit in it. Wow! But I don't refer back to it because it's so much easier just to look online. Everything's online yeah. now, man. All my recipes are on the computer. I don't even have a paper notebook. Really? Yeah. I still have That's an old 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 paper notebook, but no, I, things have been on the computer for so long. Right, it's. Uh, I mean, it's harder to draw cocks all over your recipe sheets mm. if they're on the the, the computer. Yeah. But anyway, check them out, everybody. Beersmith.com. Brad over there is working hard to make sure that you have the most up to date uh, things going on uh, in your software, so you can make the best beer possible. And that's really what it's all about, right? Oh hell yeah! And sharing it too, mostly. Yeah, right. you know, yeah, there's a forum. Yeah, man. Well, I, I just, oh, can you can you give me this recipe? Give me that recipe. It's like, well, if I gotta mm. type it out from my written down notes, that sucks. Yeah, but, but if I can just like click, click, click. 
That's even better, right? That's even better. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. You have to fax it to your friend. And <laughs> yeah. You yeah. have to go down to Thrifties and right. fax it. Yeah. All right. We're going to get Todd on the line. Todd is our big winner Todd. of the uh, California Craft Beer Summit uh, package, right? That's right, man. VIP all the way, baby. How you doing, man? Good. I hope you're not too hammered to talk about it a little bit. <laughs> Actually, uh, I did take a, a day off yesterday when we flew back, but um, but yeah, it was uh, it was epic, man. It was really cool. Where where are you out of? Where are you from? Uh, Riverside. Oh, okay. So not Ooh. not too bad, yeah. but that's uh, yeah, too bad. <laughs> yeah, apparently that's too bad. Uh, so, what did you think of it, man? I don't, you know, I don't, I don't mean to like grill you on it, but I think it'd be cool to talk about it a little bit and, and uh, see what you liked the most about it. Um, so, you know, obviously um, the organization uh, and the the vast, you know, um, number of beers and breweries were a little bit overwhelming. But the classes, I was really, uh, I was really digging the, the what do you want to call it, sessions or classes or yeah. seminars, you know. Yeah, and um, <laughs> my favorite part was uh, the guy Alex you guys had um, Alex Tweet. from Fieldwork. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he kind of like uh, hijacked the uh, the whole um, talk about hazy beer on IPA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because on our on the show last week or whenever it was, he was saying, uh, "I don't want to say too much because I'm going to be giving a talk on hazy beers, and I just don't want I don't want to say too much." But he uh, he 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 pulled an Alex, huh? Oh man, dude, he uh, he like did a couple mic drops. Uh, it was pretty good. Um, <laughs> I can see that. That guy has a lot to, decide, to say. Yeah, I had to decide because um, I knew there was going to be like maybe even some blows going on in that one. So I was like out in front of the in the lobby, going, "Man, which one do I want to go to? I want to see. I want to see Jamil talk about advanced homebrewing, and then and at the same time, the uh, hazy IPA conversation was going on. I was like, I gotta go in there. <laughs> yeah, that's like a WWF. Right, which was better. It seemed like, I mean, the guy's cool. I want to party with him one night, but right. um, the, the I, it seemed like he had like a, an axe to grind about someone maybe posting on social media uh, about his brewery and his, his brewing. Oh, fuck, was it me? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, good. I don't think so. But um, he made he made such an <laughs> he made such an impact. Um, so the closing session, uh, um, <laughs> Vinny actually made a a comment. He didn't actually call him out, but he just said, "Hey, breweries, you know, or brewers, don't um, don't read everything on uh, you know beer advocate or rate beer because it'll just drive you nuts." And I think that's what he was meaning. Hmm. I mean, as far as uh, if your beer's cloudy or not, or if it's cool or not, it doesn't matter. Just kind of do what you want. <laughs> yeah, or maybe I mean, that's what Alex was victim to. I think that's what Vinny was saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could definitely see that too, and uh, you know, I was excited that that they came in and 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 chatted about it too. It definitely changed. I was there. I was at field work on Saturday. Oh, okay, as a matter yeah, of fact, yeah. yeah, because it's just it, uh, or maybe it was Sunday, or Saturday, um, be, you know, because of having them on the show and kind of just getting a little better understanding about what they are trying to do. So that's and cool. Their tap room, their tap room in uh, in downtown Sacramento was just jam packed like twenty four seven the whole weekend. Oh God, I can imagine. I was there yeah. twice. In Sacramento and they're opening one in Napa. Right, soon. I heard about the Napa one. Yeah. Wow. Sacramento's already up and running. Whoa. Yeah. Wow, Alex is really going crazy over there. Right? Brewing a lot of beer. A lot of hazy beer, his, right? uh, four one hundred barrel 
fermenters just last week. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. So, what else did you uh, what else did you cover at the at the craft beer summit that you liked? Um, so I I had to skip the brewers or, or yeah the brewers reception on Friday night. Oh, and that's then, the party, uh, dude. That's that's yeah. the party. I know. Mm-hmm. Are you crazy? I know, but we but we ended up at I skipped uh, that too. What you, that's no big deal. <laughs> but, oh, he does, but he there. doesn't know that, Tasty. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, he doesn't know that. Well, now you know. Yeah, so, Todd, you fucked up, dude. Well, no, I didn't because I ran into Tasty at Lowbrow. <laughs> Did you apologize? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. no, actually, he, he swooped in there like Santa Claus, man. He, uh, <laughs> he had like a... He had, he had like a entourage man, and uh, and he dropped off a couple of couple of gifts. Appreciate that. Thank you very sure, much. Man, help, help, help. Yeah, you got a cookie? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh are we, yeah. Are we not supposed to say that now? Oh, no. Okay. I, just, oh, I don't, 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 don't want to blow your spot. Uh, am I hiding anything now? No. Really? Really? <laughs> he likes to make chocolate chip said, cookies. I, no. I just said gifts. You did, yes, and, yeah, yeah. JP had and the gifts treated you right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I came in and fucked it all up for him. That's cool. And the, and uh, Tacey was saying the fest was awesome. You had a good time too, right? It was. It was. The organizational good, uh, skills yeah, was just excellent. I met Tom, the, uh, he's the, uh, I guess the president of, yeah, uh, yeah. I think, Tom McCormick. Tom, yep. Yeah. yep, yep, yep. Yeah. And, uh, Executive director, I, mean, I think, is what Did you is. tell him uh, how, you, how you got there and that was uh, the, the giveaway that, uh, that they supplied? I'm, I'm sorry. Say did you, again, did you Tom, tell Tom you were there at the event? Because... Uh, the CCBA, you know, let us give this, those tickets away. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have that conversation. Oh, yeah, no, right. no, I didn't. God no, damn, no, Todd! No, no. What right. the fuck are we paying uh, you we for? We could have got twenty tickets next. Yeah. Right next, <laughs> Todd. The guy. <laughs> well, hey, you know, next year if you guys want to send me again on the uh, BN Jet. No, you blew um, it, dude. Oh, I'm down. <laughs> you blew yeah. it. <laughs> you blew. You had a one. Hey, uh, do me a favor, Todd. Let me ask you a question. Thank you for your report on the, yeah, on the craft beer summit. That's pretty quiet, cool. and uh, yeah, yeah, I no, appreciate no you problem. calling in, man. Uh, but let me ask you a question. Are you getting enough? <laughs> uh, we're talking about beer still, right? Uh, just enough, man. Uh, but I bet you love more, right? Absolutely, man. Well, AdamandEve.com wants to give you more. And that's really that's really convenient. You wanted more. There's somebody who's going to give you more. That's AdamEve.com. With 10 free gifts, first you'll get a sexy surprise for her, whoever whoever she might be. Uh, second, a specially selected toy for him, whoever he might be. And a third, a little something we know that you'll both enjoy. Uh, plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. So what do you have to do to get your 10 free gifts? It's not hard, uh, Todd, you know, unless you want it to be. Um, just go to Adam. <laughs> Eve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie for you or a for her, plug. or a butt plug for that matter. I mean, if you want to get super specific, a, a giant zero gauge zero butt gauge. plug or anything you desire. Just enter offer code. See, I don't, Bev, I don't think this is the right copy. Yeah, I missed the clip bumper copy. This is, it, it, it says here, Brew Strong. Because the code is Jamil. But anyway, it doesn't matter. BN Army. That's B-N-A-R-M-Y. Go to adamandeve.com now. Who the hell's producing this? Steve, do me a duck a little bit. Damn. Adamandeve.com. You missed the window. <laughs> giant window. Could, you don't even know. Room. There are no <laughs> windows. I could see we how much took you the missed. windows the window. out. I could see how much you missed. You still think <laughs> there are windows here. Uh, adamandeve.com, everybody. They've been really great sponsors. Um, and uh, if you, you want to get it up and get it on. They're the ones to help you out. B-N-A-R-M-Y at checkout. You get a lot of stuff. Oh, hell yeah.
All right, Todd. Thanks, dude. Go away. <laughs> Write him a note. <laughs> yeah. All right. No, I appreciate it, man. Congratulations again on, on, on winning the tickets. That's real cool. Glad you enjoyed it. Thank you so much, guys. And I love you guys. And uh, like uh, I said when I called in the first time, I've been listening since 05, man. So oh, you guys cool. are awesome. Ooh. Ouch. Thanks, man. We, uh, we, we, we like you also. <laughs> All right, dude. All right, guys. Later. All right. All right, I think we're ready to go. Please. Whoa. I think we're ready to leave. Yeah. <clears throat> Warren, I don't have anything for you to, like, read or anything like that. No, here's the reason. Yeah. I didn't uh, bring my computer. I didn't do anything like that. So. Wow, you didn't even bring it. All right, well, I'll be I at uh, in St. Louis tomorrow night at, at Perennial Ale, 7 o'clock. Yeah, you're really? going to, you're going to St. St. Louis. St. Louis. Yes. Wow. We were talking about St. Louis earlier on the yeah. show. Right, there's yeah. an arc there. Yeah. 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 It might be more of an arch. That's why you're arch, going. okay. Arc? Archie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not an arc. It's not an arc? Oh. It might be an arch. They have the golden arcs. We have the golden arches. <laughs> no, anyway. Uh, well, that'd be cool. Can you use like a ticket thing? No, it's just a homebrew club in St. Louis. Hops. So anybody can go? Oh, anybody will be there? Everybody will be there? Oh, no. Okay. Everybody in Missouri. Taste will be there. It's just yeah. something to say. <laughs> Oh, That's God. true. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening, everybody. Steve, thanks again. <laughs> Thank Shady Oak Barrel House. Check them out next time you're in Santa Rosa. But I guess you can't because they're not open to public. But look for their not beers in yet. California yeah. and uh, all that kind of stuff. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, take it easy. Just my sky and wind.